0: Now I just want to say before we get started, we are without Matt, who made his uh he made it known last week that he would not be here to join us. And uh conspicuous by his absence, uh KJG not in the house. So
1: uh no. I hope I hope he's feeling better, man.
0: Yeah. Got, it's rough. I got,
1: I got kicked around by the uh by the illness there for a while so it uh it, it isn't easy it isn't easy so so kevin wherever you are however you're doing <laughs> it's f- li- for you my man
0: yes listen in a shout out to the kjg uh so yeah so here we are to do some wrestling talks and, and all this other nonsense not like anything important happened this past week for us to talk about
1: ah man there's not it would probably be a pretty pretty slow show
0: yeah this should be just you know two dudes just chilling just hanging ch- out hanging you know. out
1: Talking Fuck about yeah. the good old days.
0: Fuck yeah, dude! Let's uh, talk about Bruno San Martino and fucking little Bob Arnold. Backlund. Fuck yeah!
1: yeah it's my guy. You're fucking back to drinking your puddle water, it looks like.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Got to yeah. clean out the intestines and all that shit. Hey, here's a funny story before we start. Hit me. My son, for his entire life, was hesitant and never wanted to try the God's gift that is known as Chipotle. Until Saturday. When I was out and about, and I texted him and said, hey, I'm at Chipotle. And he's like, yeah, maybe I'll get something. Now, mind you, all he got was chicken and rice because he was afraid to try anything else. But guess who had to go pick up Chipotle again for dinner tonight because he was craving it. Really? Two, two nights in the past three days now. I think we got a convert.
1: So let me, uh, let me tell you a little bit about my experience with Chipotle. Oh, geez. I have none. I have never once had Chipotle. Is
0: there a particular reason? Do you not have one near where you live? I mean, no, no, I, they're,
1: they're definitely accessible to where I am. I just have no interest in it.
0: No interest, really? None,
1: man. None. Not even a little bit.
0: Well, I, do you not like Mexican food? I mean, I guess it's love so it.
1: Mexican. Yeah, I love Mexican food. One of the things that I worry about is that people that like Chipotle, like you said, God's gift, Chipotle, it's like, delicious, and then you, bro. You hear people talking more and more about it and the more like the more it hypes up, the more I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not in for that. Like remember oh, the Matrix. You remember when the Matrix came out? Yeah. And everybody was throwing loads everywhere with smiles on their face saying how great it was. I didn't watch it for like a year and a half after it came out cuz so I'm like, no, fuck this. It's not the greatest movie of all time. You know what? I watched it. Not the greatest. Not movie the greatest ever, movie no. of all time. Right. So I, I just oh, want to be one of those Chipotle guys like just not me, man. Not all, me. I've got
0: is, all I've got is people like, pictured in my head now doing this, like fucking avoiding loads. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, hey, hey, now.
1: Oh. <laughs> the mask right. for
0: that. Speaking of loads, someone told me going. recently that, you know, Ron Jeremy's in trouble for, you know, sexual misconduct and deviancy and all this other shit.
1: Ron Jeremy? Yeah, I know, the hell no. you say, right? <laughs>
0: He's trying to say that he's unfit to stand trial because he's not mentally competent. I guess the argument is like he's losing his faculties and whatnot. Okay. I mean, I guess too much poonana would get you fucking crazy after a while, right? What? it? A... I don't know. What? A... <laughs> Dude, I, I mean, it's a hard it's
1: a problem to have, I
0: guess. Let's, I mean, let's look at things. Like, I'm not sure if it's the exact start date. I am not a Ron Jeremy historian, okay. but from the movies I've seen and the research I've done, I could say probably, like, at least, like, late 70s, early 80s, maybe. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, look, I mean, dude, dude's been in tons of movies, tons of movies. He's been everywhere, done everything, pretty much. Uh, You know, he's... uh, Listen, generational guy. Porn stars from the 70s, porn stars from the 90s. I mean, the dude was probably still working until the 2010s, no? I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. So, maybe he did reach that point where he kind of went a little you know
1: it could have just been aged though i don't know if it has to do anything with the you know laying the pipe
0: well either that or after 40 years of doing what he do maybe he doesn't want what he do done to him when he gets in the penal system
1: that could be penal system was the right way to put it too i like that wasn't I he was a school under. wasn't he a school teacher oh god i hope not like before I, I, or after uh, before i'm pretty sure he was a school I, teacher so, yeah life after
0: porn i i became a school
1: teacher. hey you gotta be able to make a living tony you have to be able to work
0: listen i don't fault anyone for their careers whatever you want to do do it do it with gusto make all the money you can but you gotta you gotta fucking have
1: some parameters you know what i'm saying wait so not even a little bit well i mean he was doing this for a living and they changed professions doing something else doesn't matter whether it went from porn to school teacher or school teacher to porn now depending on the the class he's teaching, the school he's at, there might be some problems with, you know, like the PTA. But
0: well, you know, it's that's neither but here I, nor there. But I think it would be easier the other way around. So, like, if he was a school teacher first and then got into porn, because then built an audience, right? I mean, look, it's Mandy Rose, except it's a school <laughs> teacher instead of a wrestler. got a point, right? You like yeah. you made your bones. People know, hey, Mr. Jeremy, how's it going? Bah, right. bah, bah. <laughs> Holy shit! Did you hear? Did you hear? Mr. Jeremy made a porno. What?
1: Seriously, I love you. calling him Mister Jeremy like he's in a grade school. Yeah, but that, but I mean, like that's what the kids would call him, right? <laughs> I can't imagine, man. He had a last
0: name. Well, I mean, I don't know if that was his real last name. You know, I want to see his. I want to see his Christian name. Let me see <laughs> his Christian name. Well, I think he's Jewish, but you know, you know what I mean. You, you yeah, sure. His name. given name. Uh, huh. his name is Ronald Jeremy Hyatt. So he would be Mister Hyatt. There you go,
1: Mr. Hyatt.
0: Huh. Guess, how, <laughs> guess how old Ron Jeremy is today as we
1: speak. As we speak, I'm going to guess he is 73. No? no. no? 69! <laughs> <laughs> That's a I, yahtzee. I, I tried to set that one up for you, too. I, I wasn't sure where you were going. I thought he must be much older than I thought.
0: Ah, my assumption was correct. Years active, 1979- to 2018. I guess I am a Ron Jeremy historian after all.
1: Yeah. And uh, he was a school teacher. Does uh, does that information kick you in there?
0: He does have... He went to Queens College and City University of New York. He's got a bachelor's and a master's, although I can't see what he got them in. Let me see. Uh, Yes. Middle-class Jewish family from Russia and Poland. There you go. His father was a physicist and professor at Queens College and his mother was a book editor. Holy shit, dude. Yeah,
1: that's one way he went to, go. to
0: Cardozo High School, by the way, in case uh, you know any of you folks are out there. I think Phil Ray went to Cardozo. I'm not sure. Yeah. He majored in theater and education. Holy shit balls, dude.
1: Uh, who's the Ron Jeremy historian now?
0: Holy fuck.
1: <laughs> what a way to kick it off, Tony. What a way to kick it off.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, you ain't kidding. You ain't kidding. Folks, we do have wrestling to talk about. I mean, there was a pay-per-view this past weekend. So aside from the fact that we do have results, we do have picks to talk about. And maybe somebody came back to WWE that we need to discuss. Ooh. Maybe some moving and shaking behind the scenes. I don't know. I'm just Something? a fly on the wall to all this good shit. <laughs> uh, I guess all this and next on the show. All this World. and
1: next? All this and more?
0: All this and and a bag of chips.
1: There you go.
0: Coming up next on the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast.
1: The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live in high definition video, and available on all podcasting and streaming platforms. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.shiningwizards.com. And become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizards podcast. And now it's time for the Shining Wizards. Of course I do want to thank Super Cast. I want to thank Shining Wizards podcast. I've been, I've been doing, I've been invited to do some great podcasts over the past month. In preparation for Wrestle 17.
0: What's up? Fuckers? From the motherfucking Shining Wizards. Grab his dick and twist it. Dummy. Yeah. No. Fuck no. You cock sucker. Well. Shining Wizards rule the world. You are tuned in live to the Ray Mysterio episode of the Shining Wizards episode. "Dropping Out the Scar 619, all that good shit.
1: Booyaka, booyaka,
0: Fuck yeah, live on all the social medias, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the YouTubes, the Twitches. Go with you wherever you go in podcast and streaming form because we are worldwide people. Time to get into some wrestling talk.
1: And talk about wrestling.
0: I'm Tony. Handsome Kevin. We, I mean, in fairness, Kevin came up with this one, so I'm going to give it to him. What what do we, what's our moniker now?
1: I'm pretty sure we're the old man army, Tony.
0: Fuck yeah, old man army in the house. Look at that. Whoa, bro, if there's ever fucking meat to meat, it's right here, dude. Oh man, Fuck yeah, it.
1: well, <laughs> step outside, we'll get some meat to meat.
0: <laughs> talking about Ron <laughs> Jeremy, talking about meat, my kind of show, folks. Here we go. Welcome aboard, thanks for joining us. Uh, we talked about it at the top of the show. Matt is somewhere in the Caribbean sailing around eating unlimited ice cream and pizza and whatever else they fucking serve on cruise ships these days. And uh, Kevin's covalescing at home. He'll, he should be back next week. He might actually join us tonight for a bit, depending on how he's feeling. But for now, it's handsome Kevin and sort of good-looking Tony, maybe. Yeah, hey, you know. give
1: yourself good-looking, man. Uh, sharp. sharp Tony. Been putting on a sharp Tony.
0: I like that. Cutting like a knife. Great! My mom's listening. Holy shit! <laughs> your, your mom. You shouldn't put that out of context, ma. Really. This is a first, bro. Six hundred nineteen episodes, and mom decides to join us tonight. Wow. Why?
1: I have a. I have an idea. Why, Tony?
0: We're talking about Ron Jeremy. Is that what it is? Oh, it's some, for you. Handsome Kevin, man. Handsome Kevin.
1: There you go. Is it, is it, I, Di- is it I, Diana? Yes. Hi, Diana. <laughs> I, ho- I, I hope this finds you well,
0: <laughs> well Tony. I know, I know you're a happily married guy, but Mom is I available don't... if there's any, you know, handsome young suitors out there.
1: Well, it depends on how available she is.
0: Don't worry, Mom. I'm hooking you up. We're, it's all good. You dirty <laughs> man. That's my mother. How dare you?
1: That's my bad. That's my how bad. But I'm, but I'm not taking it back.
0: <laughs> Take Tony. it back, fucking Rocky marathon on over the holidays i completely forgot about by the way
1: i didn't i had no idea
0: yeah it was good stuff man good stuff i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut off handsome kevin it's fine
1: man it's fine man so we have a lot to get into a lot i'm talking like a a lot you want to start off where do you want to start that's the question because i i kind of i kind of want to dive right into uh to the big event i want to i want to get your thoughts because hey man i i I admittedly not, not a new Japan guy, right? Very, very, very loosely follow the product. I watched the event twice. And uh, is that, do you want to start there, Tony? You want to, you want to get into it?
0: We can absolutely do that. hundred percent. I'm just looking for our, oh perfect. Look at that. Ask at that. you shall receive. I didn't even know. The ones that. and the twos and sometimes the threes. Hell yeah. Oh, oh no. Look what's going on. Ah, oh, Look at that. Now my mom's saying hi, handsome Kevin. Ooh, oh, she's geez. a gorgeous lady.
1: She's a gorgeous lady.
0: She's a beautiful woman. She she raised she raised the fine specimen you see before you this evening. So,
1: well, I mean, she's a good looking gal. Maybe she's parenting class here and there. But uh, so, Tony, <laughs> New Japan man, New yes. Japan Wrestle Kingdom Giant Show. Fun show again. I am not. I am not a well-versed New Japan guy. Very, very loosely pay attention to the product. Watch the show twice. I really enjoyed it. I thought there was a lot of good takeaways, a lot of good things. The things that I normally don't like about the product are still things that I just don't care for about the product. That's just part of who they are. But what I mean, what stood out to me to you? Where do you want to go on this?
0: Um, I. I made a big mistake. I don't know how it happened. I was telling you before the show, I'll let the people in uh, listening at home in on it. Um, I don't know how it happened, but I went from the Kyrie title defense to the crowning of the New Japan television champion. I completely skipped the world tag title match. I don't know how it happened. I only realized it today. Not saying that that match wouldn't have meant anything for me watching it, I just didn't see the damn thing.
1: Yeah. And from what I I hear,
0: it's what the kids call these days a banger. So that's, yeah,
1: I mean, that's what the kids call it. And I I think that that's, again, because like I told you, I think that you and I have very similar tastes in what we like to see in wrestling. And I think that's one of the matches that would have really stood out for you Uh, just because of FTR style, obviously.
0: Yeah. And listen, I enjoyed most of the show. Here's one thing I'll just pose to you before we get into whatever you want to specifically talk about. Kenny Omega AEW I can't stand the guy. I don't okay. like the fucking around with the with the young bucks. I don't like the same old shit every week. I don't like the goofy stuff with Don Callis. Kenny Omega New Japan I'm completely fine with. There was one thing that I did sort of like, eh, they probably could have stopped it there. Everybody's talking about the pre-show press conference or the pre-match press conference that he had with Osprey and he started off with callous. He said his shit. You know, I'm back. I'm you know the hero. He's the god. Whatever, whatever. And then Osprey's like, "Where were you? I was here. I was here when people couldn't cheer to make sure they would cheer when they were allowed to again." Dude, heartfelt, immense, yes. great yes. promo. There's no need to give Kenny Omega the microphone after that. Cut Mecca. that shit short. Let 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 Osprey take his belt and move on, and let Kenny Omega just shrug his shoulders and say, "Okay, that's it and done." They didn't yep. need to go back to Omega. It's nope. a small point, but that's a big point for Osprey, And he just poured his heart out. And then you have to have a little comeback to that. It's like, eh.
1: Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you there. I, It was not needed. And I think that that was a very moving promo by, by Osprey. And again, uh, I apologize for my ignorance on the product. I don't know that I've seen a promo by him like that. That actually got you to believe in what he was saying and what he was doing, it got you behind him. So that was, I, I 100% agree with you. I think the match was outstanding. The one, the one negative, I think for me uh, during the match on the match was I can't stand callous on commentary. It takes, it takes away from what's in front of me.
0: You know, Matt said the same thing. I was okay with him. Like, I guess it didn't bother me that much. The only thing that I really get annoyed with, and I, I get annoyed with it when I hear it on commentary. I know friend of the show, Kevin Gill, does it all the time for GCW. And I know it's part of Osprey's, like it's every other word in his vocabulary. Let's back off the F word, dude. Just yeah. back off. You can be forceful without using that kind of language, you know? The yeah. minute I hear that come out, it's kind of like, you didn't have to, man. You really didn't have to say that.
1: Right. Right. Well, because when you get the when you get the the green light to say whatever you want and that's where you go, it kind of takes you. You get to be less creative. Right. Yeah, because it's, it's a lazy way out.
0: Yeah. It's, it's like when you see a comedy show and look, you know, swearing as complete, you know, it's, it's in the realm of comedy. But you always tend to remember and know a little more. The guys that don't just rely on it is every other word. Make it make sense. Put it in there for a punctuation. Just mm-hmm. saying, fucking bra, fucking bra. Like, nah, dude, stop. You don't need that. You got passion. You don't need that word to get that passion across. He's yes. a great promo without doing that. You don't yeah. need it. It's a crutch, yeah. and I get it, but you don't need it.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. the The match, the match was, the match was lights out, man. You can't, can't say anything bad about the match. Other match that stood out to me too, which, which I was kind of surprised because. I don't necessarily always enjoy his style. From what I've I've watched him, uh, the Zack Saber Junior match, that that TV title. I thought that was a very good match.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't. It wasn't particularly long either. I think it went like what, like ten minutes or something. Oh, I like guess that, that, yeah, kind of fit in to the whole TV title thing. And you know what? People don't like that belt. I'm okay with it. It's something different. It just like looks different. I get the presentation where it kind of looks like a television, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure who the group is because I don't know what the story is, but those two other guys came out and they all became buddies again and shit. so
1: yeah, yeah, so now, they, now I got, don't.
0: He's got his posse now, so
1: i don't I don't follow it, you know, close enough to be able to speak to it., uh, but I thought I thought that match was great. I thought Carl uh, Anderson, Ooh. yes,
0: man, Ooh. they were trying to murder each other. It was great
1: fantastic match i mean so that i mean there was nothing really that that stood out as a surprise i guess yeah. as far as like finishes you know what i mean even for me not knowing what the not knowing the ins and outs of the product nothing's shocked me as far as finishes uh i wasn't we,
0: shocked that takahashi won back the uh, junior heavyweight title um it i mean i didn't i didn't pick him i was saying that ishimori is probably going to retain i think that's what i picked but I like look harome was awesome the time bomb I think he's cool Matt said like Master wado like came into his own when we talked about it and like he really liked Master wado in this match Yeah. I mean there were there were a few mistakes that he made and there were a few mistakes in the match but overall I thought a lot of this a lot of like the multi-man spots that they had made sense yes. so I mean I enjoyed it but like I said, for 2023, I would love to get away from some of these multi-man matches, dude. There's just way too many of them on these on these cards, you know?
1: Yeah, and sometimes, sometimes though, when you're putting together a card, you have X amount of pieces, and you want to make sure that each of them have their spot.
0: No, right? I get it. With, so-,
1: without, so you got to have, there's got to be something in there, and you want a variety on your card. So that's where you end up getting a lot of these, uh, having like multiple multi-man matches on a card. That's something I would absolutely do away with, but it is uh, it adds a little bit of flavor, at least.
0: What else happened? The Catch twenty-two and chaos. The uh, the junior tag titles. I like that match. You did. I like Kyrie and Tam Nakano. So Nakano, <laughs> Nakano. Yes, I think. I don't know. Uh, was I'm
1: not a I'm not a big Leo Rush guy. So that that match really didn't do much for me. And I that that's how little I like him. Was he was one fourth of the match, and it's still like watching. I was like, yeah, this is just not. This isn't for me. He did that like twisting, unprettier type maneuver that. I saw it and I went, what? That adds nothing to the move. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's, no,
0: I get it. He's overdrawn, but the match made sense to me. Like I was able to, they were, they were telling a good story with it. It wasn't, it wasn't there just to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I felt like it had some value to the show.
1: Now I'm a big Kyrie guy. So that the match. Whoo, yeah, man. That, you know, that's, that's me, man. That's I, I, I'm a big Kyrie guy, big fan of her work. Uh, I think she has like one of modern day one of the better top rope elbows you see just period modern day
0: oh yeah and and plus she like kind of gets that flail going when she yes. goes there. yeah yeah i amazing. you know what knowing what i know and watching new japan i was really surprised that that was the finish like how clean oh, yeah. it was right after the elbow yeah i was yeah. expecting like you know the one two and then oh wait got up but yeah. no exclamation point that was awesome first title defense Big show. Well, you know, perfect. Absolutely perfect. Now, and we got your perfect friend coming
1: out right after this. My perfect friend. Uh, Tony, Tony. Now, I've been critical of, uh, you know, uh, Sasha Banks. Was it Mercedes? Monet? She's going by. So terrible. T- tell me. Tell me about that entrance music, Tony. T- what, what? I watching it? listening to that entrance music, man, I was losing my mind because the first thing that I thought was it's like a hip hop version of remember buff bagels, buff daddy theme. Is that what it it was? Pop in and go buff daddy. Well, this one was, was her, her music, but just go bump, 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 money, bump, bump, bump. But the song
0: itself, it sounded like some sort of hip hop song that I like was familiar to me. Right. Didn't it have some sort of feel of familiarity to it?
1: I'm not a hip-hop guy. I couldn't tell you, man.
0: I mean, I, I was, and I can't remember. I mean, if anybody can help us out, that would be greatly appreciated. But it sounded familiar to me. Like, it sounded like something that we heard on the radio years ago, you know? But I could be completely wrong. I so, just hated it. What is, yeah. what is...
1: the, the, the promo was bad, right? It sounded bad. She, f- she finished her promo by saying, you can bank on money. That's how she finished it. She said, you can bank on money.
0: I'm surprised she didn't say something like, that's money in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> right. What did right? You, th- you think of the rotting cheese haircut she had? Oh,
1: boy, did I ever hate that.
0: Dude, and people loved it and good on them, but sure. not, not my type. No, hey, you're no a, my you're type.
1: allowed to love it if you love it. It was not for me. It, I just, I don't know, man. I, it was not. It fell short. I think that it it fell real short. And I know in the Discord, people were like, "Well, people weren't, you know, allowed to cheer." What you know, I I'm not. I'm maybe misquoting here, but that was kind of the effect of what I read in the Discord was people were saying like, "Well, you know, I thought they weren't allowed to cheer." Like, no, 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 they were allowed to cheer. It just fell flat.
0: And you know, some I I think it was the Cabbage Sensei. He was saying that, you know, like it seemed quiet for Kyrie. It seemed quiet for certain matches. I don't know, man. Came across on the on, on New Japan World. It seems like that crowd is pretty hot for everything on this show, to be honest with you. Like, I don't I don't remember people coming out and the crowd just kind of being like, eh, except for maybe Monet, but, you know, she's your girl. You talk <laughs> <Money>. it up. <laughs> and right, look, somebody actually posted on social media the way her finisher was supposed to look. When it happened, I thought she was just trying to be like, oh, I could put you in this hold anytime I want. I didn't realize it was an impact move where she was supposed to take it like a DDT or whatever and be out. Okay. The way she came across with it, she just sort of rolled out of it. Didn't even put like a punctuation on the end of it. Just, it looked like just like an, like an armbar takedown. And then she just popped up yeah. and poor Kyrie was sleeping. I don't, I'm like, yeah. I don't get this. <laughs> I didn't get it, dude. What did I miss?
1: Like, yeah, yeah, no, I thought, I thought, I thought it was, a, well, initially when I watched it, I thought that Kyrie escaped. That's what I thought happened. And yeah, Like
0: uh, it, like it didn't hit. Right.
1: Yep. Yep. And then when I rewatched, I was like, okay, well, she just, she just botched it. And yeah. it was, it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't good. It didn't make me like excited for their next. Now I'll, I'll try and take in more new Japan. I will try and take in more of their product and try and get a little bit more familiar with them. Cause for the most part, I did enjoy what I watched, but that was not, I don't know what they're paying her, but, uh, they, they might, they might, uh, might've overpaid just, just a coin or two.
0: Well, if you're interested, February 18th at the uh, Battle in the Valley, I, I'm expecting Daniel San is going to be there with Mr. Miyagi. Oh, uh, Kyrie, Saint, Kyrie will be defending against Mercedes Monet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Boy, Monet.
0: And the word also is that she might be going back to WWE after her New Japan deal is done after all. So who knows? Nobody, who nobody knows?
1: actually knows. Everybody wants to know. Nobody actually knows. Uh, it was reported that Naomi might be going. Is reported to go back now too. So we'll we'll see what happens. Uh one last thing I want to I want to hit on New Japan here because it was it was a fantastic event. The main event.
0: Oh Okada Yes.
1: Yes. Hashtag FJW. Uh Jay White, does he do much for you?
0: No, but Matt's got a huge mega boner for him.
1: Does he? Okay.
0: Look, look I'll give him credit. He's solid. He can hang. I'm mm-hmm. okay with his work for the most part, but no, he doesn't do it for me. He just, there's something about him or just like, I just really don't care if he's in there with the dance partner, let him dance. This match was great to me, mm-hmm. but just Jay White as a character, it's like, he's not Jeff Jarrett level where it's just kind of like, yeah, Jeff's a nice guy. He's done so much, but uh. Eh. But he's kind of like maybe a step above that, which isn't really saying much more. Like, I'll watch a Jay White match if he's in there with like somebody like an Okada or, a, or an Omega or something like that. But yeah. otherwise, uh eh, he's, he's Jay White, whatever. I,
1: he was, I was getting pulled out of the match just from from his talking. From his talking in the match was throwing me off because he kept on yelling at him, call, calling his opponent he was a coward. I was like, the man is fighting you. The man is right in front of you fighting you. Tell me why he's a coward like like would you the guy's fucking fighting with you and you're yelling that he's a coward like, that part just, just really bugged me. I did like the crowd work in the beginning where he yes. started getting, getting the crowd chanting for like that was, and that he's was going, a nice oh, touch. Yeah, oh. yep, 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 it was that was a beautiful touch. Well-worked match Uh the the only other thing I guess I would say about it that I I maybe didn't care for was if you're in the corner and you're holding on to the belt and the referee's trying to take it from you, you don't just kind of hold it a little bit, hold it a little bit, and then finally release it. Right? That like that seemed like such a strange moment because it's like he's not gonna release it. And I was expecting him to stand up, walk over, hand the belt over, maybe raise his opponent. You know I mean? something, but all he did was kind of hold on to it and then hold on to it a little bit longer and a little bit longer and then let go of it. So I don't that didn't make a ton of sense to me. And maybe it's because there's more story behind that spot itself. Yeah. I don't know, but
0: yeah, there is. So like, we kind of got like the press conference with Osprey afterwards where he's talking about finding himself and Jay White kind of did the same thing last year where he was trying to like, Oh, maybe I need to reevaluate this and that. And like, he was kind of, he was kind of like bummed, like all downtrodden and shit for a long time. So maybe, you know, continuing the story, he finally got back to the pinnacle. He was the world champion again, only to have Okada take it away from him maybe like, Hey, this is what I was fighting for. And I don't want to give this up, but I know I have to kind of thing. So yeah, so it's a storyline thing. That's probably why you didn't get a lot from it. Yeah, but it's not, I don't know. No, I I get it. I get what you're saying.
1: If you're going to do something like that at the end of the main event of a card of this magnitude, you You can't end with you just handing it over right when you make a enough to the cameras are on you you're making you're making a show of it right you're making a bit of a show of it after the main event It can't just be like and now I let go right? yeah, there has to be something
0: and that's the other weird thing too like you noticed it in the uh women's title match every time uh a new japan show ends after the main event, somebody's got to come out and make an appearance and be the next challenger that's it's kind of like match belt to the champ uh the next challenger comes out and then the champ says a few words like that's just how new japan does it yeah so we get shingo takagi come out who i don't remember if he was the first champion but he's a former iwgp world champion he's in that small group of people that have held this brand new belt so he's kind of like hey i never got my rematch and I think he's actually got a win over Okada in one of these like tournaments that they do. Okay. So, you know, kind of sets him up and you know what? When Sakagi was champ, I was all about it, dude. I thought he was awesome. I thought he did a great job, mm-hmm. you know, plus he's an older gentleman, so I can completely understand.
1: <laughs> I want to, want to hit the chat here for a second. Uh, we got uh, the old Mott's box. His bullet cup, Rob Domingo was in the building and he said it was pretty quiet. And then to your, your answer here, Tony, her theme, either samples of Criss Cross Jump, Nipsey Hustle's Hustle in the House, which sampled Criss Cross. So yeah. you, you, you could have nailed it, Tony. I could be way off. I just – I couldn't – I mean, tell me – I appreciate that, but tell me how much you hated the music. That's what I want to know. How much did you hate it? Um,
0: I was – I'll take you behind the curtain. I was putting together – uh, some audio the past couple of weeks. Uh, I was doing the new uh, intro for our commercial block once we get all our new commercials from every you know our friends, everybody on the network, and whatnot, and I cut a great intro and it moved fast because I wanted to get through stuff, but it's not rushed if that makes sense and my son and I were sitting around trying to put music behind it, and he's like, "Ah, that sounds kind of sappy. That's a little slow for what you were talking about. And there's one song that I had in my pocket for a long time. I'm like, I need to use this music on the show. I said to my kid, I said, I'm going to put that under it. I put it under it. He's like, there you go. That's what we've been waiting for. My point is, Monet coming out to this music. Whop, whop, <coughs> music was fine. Didn't fit. To, it didn't go together with it, you know?
1: Yeah. No, I understand, man.
0: That music could have put it been put in the pocket for like maybe a tag team that came up and you know guys are a little more animated or some shit. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, they're just not Monet.
0: I guess money. not. I guess you could put that in your fucking bank.
1: Monet. Fuck. Great, great show though. Like all all together. I I really I really enjoyed it. I I thought it was it was outstanding. It was the best that I've seen of their product. And I used to watch, you know, loosely. So uh, all wrapped together. I I had a great time. I did a hell of a job with Russell Kingdom.
0: Yeah, it was good times. It was good. I Matt stood up for the entire thing. So kudos to him while he's eating fucking gallons of ice cream and probably sloshing away somewhere at some nightclub. I don't know if he's a nightclub guy. I wonder if he probably just there's probably some bar somewhere, maybe a piano bar. He's
1: hanging out at. I was gonna say I don't see him as a nightclub guy, but maybe he's one of those guys. When you get enough enough frozen margs in him, maybe then he's he's going. Yeah, let's go wherever we go, wherever the night takes us. Right.
0: And you know, it's funny too because I think the last the last cruise I was on, I want to say it was a Norwegian cruise. They had an actual like Irish pub kind of set up on one of the one of the uh, floors on the ship. And it was cool because like they had the bar they had they had like an area with stools and benches. You could watch people as they're walking around. They had table service, all that good stuff. That's the kind of place I could picture him hanging out. Not one of these like fucking, you know, piano guy or, you know, like just people like open mic where they just sing karaoke. Then again, Matt maybe sings karaoke. I know he's he's a been little bit of a out. singer. All right. Yeah, he's, he's been known to belt out a tune or two. <laughs> Not well, mind you, but. You right, know.
1: but he's still belting it, and that's okay.
0: Yeah, I can imagine him and Rhiannon fucking singing like, You're the One That I Want, or some shit like that.
1: Going, Grease, huh? <laughs> yeah, fuck
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Like Matt going, ooh, 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 like a fucking gorilla. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Just, You're the one that I want. You're the one I. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Maybe, man, not ruling, not ruling it out, man. Oh
0: my God, the two of them singing fucking meatloaf. Let me sleep on
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> and Matt's not much of a morning guy, so she ain't getting a fucking answer. So no, uh, no, the- fuck that. <laughs> Where, where, uh, where you want to go to? Where you want to go next? Though? Do you want to go big news? Well, I do. I do. I don't want to play the music or anything because I think we're having
0: a good time. So I'm just gonna put the scrolls on the bottom. There you go. Yeah. Kevin and I both went six and three. You'll have to figure that shit out on your own because I don't want to go through the picks. Matt, of course, bringing up the rear like he always does is five went five and four for Wrestle Kingdom. So the standings right now with one pay per view to go, I still have my seven point lead. I'm two hundred eighteen and eighty seven. Kevin's in second place at two eleven and ninety four, and Matt has no chance in hell. Just like our next story, one ninety two and one thirteen. I will give Kevin a lot of credit. I don't know if it was that the fact that there were less pay per views this year. Maybe that had something to do with it. But we are both uh, we are both under one hundred losses for the year, and I think I'm at something like seventy two percent, like you know, positive in the in the pick uh, uh, percentages. So. Kudos to him. It's a shame he's getting his ass kicked for the third year in a row, but such is life. No, but not everybody can be three-time pay-per-view pick thing winner, Tony.
1: You're right. Not everybody can be pay-per-view pick thing winner, Tony.
0: And I think that pay-per-view is next week. Uh, we'll get to that later, though. We'll talk about. I think. I think it's hard to kill. Oh, Bully Ray's going for the Impact Championship. You know.
1: Good. 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 Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, is do they have a better heel on the on the roster? Sammy
0: Callahan, I don't know—is he even still there?
1: Uh, yeah, even if he is, he's not a better heel than Bully Ray, man.
0: Bro, I was reading results from MLW. I don't even know who half these fucking people are in MLW
1: anymore. It's not disappointing? It's weird. Isn't that like, disappointing? Yeah. F- four years ago, right? It was like almost—you have to, you have to find it because they were doing so much good stuff, and now it's just. And I, I all... mean, I guess you could
0: say the pandemic hurt it, but. You had a great story. I mean, you had a great group in the dynasty. And then MJF, of course, moved on. Yes. A lot of other guys wound up moving on. We don't see from, we don't hear from the Von Erics anymore. They were pretty hot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Tom uh-huh. Lawler's gone. Even fucking, um, even Garini and Kevin Koo. I don't think they're around yeah. anymore. Yeah. Now we got a lot of guys from Mexico, including fucking Microman, who's like, don't even get me started on Microman. <laughs> great for merch, bad for TV, because it's the same shit um i read gino medino is was in a taping and <laughs> things didn't go quite well for him but we, we could talk um, we'll about
1: G- gino <laughs> Gino uh, Medino, but well, yeah dude so, like
0: so you got you got ej and duco there that they're trying to build up Cal- calvin tankman's there alex kane's doing good stuff um but it's like hammerstone and Fat Two, and that's that's kind of like the only good mads kruger has gone
1: yeah
0: and we got yeah. fucking enzo we got yeah, enzo I- beating up casey navarro every week so
1: i I like enzo so i i'm fine with him wherever he lands i still think he's 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 entertaining that's that's yeah i don't know
0: man i'm not on board with him as a complete talent yet though i'm just no
1: no 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 that's why he worked so perfectly in tag perfectly in a tag yep so i
0: don't know if you've ever seen i don't know if you've ever seen the meme where uh it was Kevin Owens and somebody they teamed up against Big Cass and Enzo. And fucking Owens is on the apron doing the fucking Enzo dance, like to yes. the hard cam. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> One of the greatest things ever. One pure, of the greatest pure, things ever.
1: Pure entertainment. But Tony, it's uh a little major major news over in the uh the E, formerly the F. When she crack cracked the egg of knowledge, brother.
0: If we were allowed to play copyrighted music. I'd be playing some Eminem right now because well, actually we can even play some Eric Bischoff music right now because oh, yeah. the chairman is back. The scuttlebutt around the holidays was that Vince was making a move to get back to the board of directors at world wrestling entertainment. And by God, he did it by God. He sold the soul <laughs> of the devil. Yes. It's a roundabout way of saying Vince McMahon has reinstalled himself back on the board of directors at WWE, and he brought along some friends. Yeah, he yeah. brought along um Michelle Wilson and George Barrios, yeah. who were yeah. previously on the board. And people were so excited that two other board members actually quit the
1: fucking business. <laughs> yeah, one of them was like the the lead on the investigation. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Uh, is it, is it news? Is it not, is it not, I don't think from a like everyday data, it's already, been, it's been said, but I know people are like, well, a lot of shit said that, you know, he goes back on and changes, but I, I honestly don't think that this time it changes the day-to-day ops. I, I really don't. I think that they're doing a lot of good things right now, I think, but explain to me why he needs to be back to be involved in the sale. Is it just because he's majority uh, shareholder? Is that simply – I, I don't understand it, I guess. I don't know if about it to understand why he needs to be there to oversee a sale if there's going to be a sale.
0: Well, I mean, he's the majority shareholder of Class B stocks. So for right. all intents and purposes, he owns the company. Yes. Putting himself on the board just gives him that opportunity to be hands-on, to, to have whatever, whatever's going to happen in the future happen whether it's a sale whether it's a merger whatever they're looking at to do i mean everything's pointing to sale and uh, if you read some of the uh some of the uh, uh the letters that he has sent to the board that kind of seems like hey now it's now or never he probably has somebody in his pocket that is really interested in buying the company otherwise why would he be making this move so quickly like yeah i know back in this december letter he's saying like you know, he received bad advice. He never should have left the company, blah, blah, blah. And let's be honest, for as great as, as the stuff is that Triple H is doing right now, the company is not so much based on what they do in the ratings and how many tickets they sell, which you're doing fine with when it comes to the big shows. I think WrestleMania recently set a record for how much money they're taking in with sales on tickets this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it all comes down to just, just the revenue in general. Like, the company is making money hand over fist. Yes. And, of course, with all these announcements, WWE stock has just jumped like 15 yep. to $20 a share. Cha-ching yeah. for old man Tony.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just I want to jump in here. Uh, Eric Fried, Vincent, bring back Pat Patterson and Briscoe. Hilarious. <laughs> Pat, Patterson be a hell of a get right now, that's for sure. Uh, so... <laughs>
0: Listen, if I could get him to do a liner on our show, we'd be lucky.
1: Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> I think that's about all Pat's doing these days. Right, just doing
1: liners. Uh, so I'm not like I'm not one that really I don't know exactly what to think of because the sale of it, to me, the sale of WWE I don't know where it's going, right? I don't know where it's going. The the thing that I'm concerned about just for the, the product, and this is as a guy that's been a lifelong WWE fan. Uh, where does it go if it sells? Because the last time, last time we saw a major wrestling company sale, sell, sold, sold. Fuck. Get on the dirt bike. It was, was WCW. And we saw what happened then to WWE. Now I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen here, but it it is kind of a concern because it's what we've seen before. The last major wrestling company that that sold. I think. Look, as long as the company continues to stay
0: the course and there's no major changes after a sale, there's no reason why WWE shouldn't shouldn't keep making this kind of money and have this kind of production. And and everything else that goes along with it into the future, you know, it's not like it's not like when the Crockett sold uh, WCW. WCW was kind of in the toilet, you know. They weren't oh. making money. And what did they do? They brought Hulk Hogan in, spiked. Then it started to level off. They created the NWO, huge fucking spike. Right. Then they didn't know what to do with it. This it's kind of like it's already baked go enjoy the cake
1: you know right. <laughs> yeah yeah i could see that i mean the rumblings obviously disney uh i think nbc was one of the one of the rumblings uh who who out there has the money to pick up this to pick this up
0: well i mean jp morgan is uh involved they're taking the lead for wwe yep. to uh to lead into these sales talks and there's been a lot of speculation um Saudi Arabia came up on this list really their public investment fund look Saudi Arabia has been dumping tons of money into WWE they yeah. love WWE yeah if they've got the money to do it all right here's here timeout here's the other thing right so Vince McMahon what he's been saying in all of these in all of these letters and notices first of all he made himself in charge like he put in Shit, what the hell was it called? Let me just backtrack to that. He, let me see, blah, 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 blah. Here, he changed the bylaws. Okay. And it said, well, one of the changes he made is that he is required to approve of any media deals and or company sales. So he's putting these things into the bylaws. So he's got final say on everything. Now, Saudi Arabia's got tons of money and they love themselves some WWE product, it's completely possible that maybe Saudi Arabia's public investment fund buys the thing. Wow. It's it's nuts, but... Yeah. You know, I mean, if Saudi Arabia is really wanting to change their image, aside from the fact of changing their laws against women, you know, this <laughs> this might be the kind of... Step look. I, look, I'm all rolling with you, but... One of the things and this is the point I was getting to one of the things that we saw it in Twitter we saw it with Twitter. We saw it when Elon Musk wanted to buy Twitter. If that is available and it's the best ben- it's the best benefit to the shareholders which you have an obligation to, then no. you you're sort of like your hands are tied you have to you have to jump into that to that sale.
1: Yeah oh man.
0: I look, I get it. it's Saudi Arabia, I know, right?
1: Right, Seriously. right. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's, oof. I just don't know how that, how could that be the best thing for the company? No,
0: all right, but that's the point. Long term. It's not. That's why JP Morgan's involved because they're going to do all these evaluations. So right. what I would imagine is going to happen, and I've never been involved with, any, with anything where, you know, like huge sales like this. Uh, Excuse me, not, at least not in the woods. When it's come to like due diligence and whatnot, I've been involved in a few things, but nothing on this scale. Toot my own horn. But what they'll do is they'll evaluate and they'll say, you know, this is best for the Look, a windfall is a windfall. But like you said, what comes after the windfall is what you have to worry about. Because if the company starts going in the toilet, shareholders aren't going to be making any money. They might actually bring a derivative action against the prior owner saying, hey, you kind of screwed us on this. You should have known better, you know. So that's where Saudi Arabia probably not gonna happen but they're they got to be considered if that if they're if they honestly are thinking about the purchase because right. that's fucking that's fucking huge money and that's yes. money you don't have to worry about you know if they come along and they say we'll give you x plus y times z how the fuck are you going to turn that down or at least how are you not going to look into that to see if it's going to be beneficial to the to the company and the shareholders
1: right you know right yeah i i can't i can't get in the mindset of Vince man but i just don't i can't imagine having that amount of money at the age that he's at and not just going, you know what? I'm going to, I'm just going to go sit on the lawn and drink a nice tea and hang out. Oh, you know he, did I mean? for,
0: like, he did it for six months. He hates it.
1: Yeah. I just, I don't, I can't, can't grasp, can't, can't wrap my mind around that, man. If I had his money today, I would sit on my lawn in a, ch- yeah. well, you know, I just sit there. I'm just I, fucking I'd, I'd, yell at the sky. Yes, absolutely. I'd fucking love it. I'd love it. I'd, see, I'd look up and say, hey, look which clouds look like tits. It'd be a great time. <laughs> You'd be on that cruise with Matt eating fucking unlimited ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Bet your ass we'd be the one in the club singing Grease back and forth to each other. Fuck yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> 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 I, I, that part of it, that's that's the one big thing I don't I don't get, and, and you don't need more money for him. You know what I mean? For him, he doesn't, what do, What is he ultimately going to benefit? Now, obviously, his family will. Absolutely. But,
0: well, the, I mean, the other, the other thing is um, Vince, Linda, Stephanie, Shane, until he sold all his shares, their and their heirs are the only ones that are allowed to own this Class B stock, which is, yes. you know, the, the privately held stock. Yes. If anyone sells those shares, I would assume they either have to sell them to someone else who holds Class B. Or if they sell them outside of who they're allowed to sell to, they get transformed into class A stocks, which are your common stocks, and they no longer have the ownership. So that smaller percentage of ownership just gets divvied up amongst whoever else has it. Okay. So even somebody like Hunter potentially can't even fucking be a class B shareholder. Oh. At least as far as I'm aware, because as far as I'm aware, it's literally Vince, Linda, and Stephanie that own these class B shares
1: right right i'm
0: pretty sure stephanie and paul were not a thing when wwe went public many years no
1: no yeah they 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 were not so that's wow that is man because that's i mean obviously paul's the guy that everybody hopes right paul should be leading the charge here so that's uh
0: now if you're paul and saudi arabia buys the business Mm -hmm. you're picking up the family and moving across the world no (laughs) that's the other thing too like if somebody buys this company is it kind of like business as usual or it's kind of like yeah paul steph we're not going to need your services anymore well it
1: depends man is it business as usual as it is in saudi arabia because that's not usual business
0: right i mean mean, hypothetically let's let's say it's non-saudi arabia you know, okay. Let's say, let's say it's good old America company buying this thing, you know? It Who depends
1: knows? on the company, man. Like I, I just, yeah, that's
0: like if it was if it was a for, if it was a domestic company that was buying <laughs> WWE, I think they would be pretty crazy to get rid of who's in charge right now. Yes. Just yep. because it's a unique business, you know? <sighs> it's so like how do you replace somebody like Hunter? How do you replace somebody like, I mean, Stephanie, maybe, but Hunter, like you would need somebody who has a brain for the business, at least from a storyline, you know, from storytelling purposes, you know?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. You, you would, I, I agree with you. And I, I think that is, that is absolutely the case. But how many times do you see a bigger company come in by a smaller company and they turn, they turn it over? Yeah, right? they turn it over because they want to do it their way. They, they, yeah. things have got to run their way. So it's not, it's not without uh, like outside the realm of my thinking, you know, the, of possibility to me at least. That's true. Uh, so this company
0: called Front Office Sports. These are the guys that were predicting uh, who the possible uh, suitors are. Uh, it also includes Amazon. Apparently, Amazon wants to get into uh, more sports. I saw that. Um, Comcast, NBC, Universal, which makes sense. Yep fox of course uh endeavor which is the parent company of ufc could you imagine that
1: Boy. Imagine, that... Watching,
0: imagine watching dana white show up on wwe programming wouldn't that just muddy at all though
1: like can't you so say they they buy it and you have now you have ufc and wwe under the same umbrella doesn't that scream for ufc people to be like well it's fixed right doesn't it just it, it lends to that so easily
0: I mean it does, but here i right, so I pulled up I pulled up the endeavor website um they have I've never even they have Turkish airlines under their umbrella, so there you go um Miss Universe is under their umbrella uh the professional bull riders is under their umbrella oh uh the u f c um the wall consulting group dude they have a shit ton of companies underneath their network, so yeah. look man, whatever. I can see some bull riders showing up on Raw. How fucking <laughs> is that? Like? <laughs> Gonna ride again? Fucking old man JBL hosting a fucking like a lasso in contest oh, with the fucking new guys in NXT. Come on, bro!
1: Oh, didn't Bill DeMott get in trouble for something similar to that? Uh, but the- <laughs> <laughs> if if one company, if one one company that I would like, if it does. If if they do sell it, right, uh, Disney to me, it seems like that would be a good a good match, right? They have they have your Star Wars, they have your Marvel, they obviously have everything Disney, and they get WWE. You can make a WWE hotel. You put the Hall of Fame in there. You have the WWE experience. You have WWE universe the whole fucking thing you know what? go back to filming a saturday morning tv show and you put a goddamn ring on a lazy susan again because i miss it i
0: <laughs> that'd be awesome that would be awesome um yeah but could you picture some fucking bald dude just walking around disney world with a fucking 316 vest and fucking jean shorts calling everybody a son of a bitch <laughs> Or fucking Undertaker. I tell you what, though, I forget who had the idea. It was great. We need the fucking Undertaker last ride in fucking Disney World. Oh, how yes. great would that be? Yeah. Make it like a fucking. I don't know. Like what? What was the shit they used to have? It's gonna be like eventually? a power tower, right? Just make like
1: just like, shoots it, you
0: up and drops. Yeah, like the free fall. Yeah. But when you get up, it shoots you up even higher, so you yep. go to that. Position. Yes. <laughs> yes. Fuck yeah, dude.
1: I hope somebody's working on it right now. We gotta call top guys.
0: And when you hit the bottom, you hear like the boom. <laughs> it's perfect. God damn, dude. So that would be that would dude, be my... fucking space mountain. Put Ric Flair's face on the goddamn outside of it.
1: What do you <laughs> tell me what that ride's like, Tony? Put it put put Ric Flair's
0: head on the you must be this tall part of the ride. And when oh. you go underneath it, if you're tall enough, he goes, Woo! <laughs> come on in. Or come take a ride or some shit like that.
1: <laughs> Oldest a, ride, longest line. Woo! Fuck
0: yeah, dude. Or they have like they have like uh, you know how they do like the live shows sometimes. They'll have like you know performances on stage where they they'll do shit like movies. Like you do like a fucking Chippendales thing, but it's the bushwhackers, and they come out and they fucking lick your heads and shit. Yeah, it's got fucking yeah. potential, bro.
1: Isn't there just one bushwhacker though? It'd be a bushwhacker situation. No,
0: I think they're both still around.
1: Oh, marking out. He hit it. Rock and roller coaster would be easy. (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude. Yes. Fuck yeah, dude. See, he gets it. He knows what's going on. I that'd be the one I don't like. let, Let me be clear. I don't want a sale to happen. I do not want a sale to happen.
0: Well, being uh, a shareholder in World Wrestling Entertainment, I could, uh, I would take a sale if the right, uh, you know, money came along. Well, yeah, yeah, send yeah, send understand. checks to this guy if you want to pay me off.
1: You think Jeff Jarrett's kicking himself for selling the stock?
0: Oh, fuck him too and his fucking gold pyramids. You you done fucked up big <laughs> <good> time, sir. <laughs> By the way, the other the other person that um, the other group that Front Office Sports mentioned was Liberty Media, uh, parent company of Sirius XM. So there you go.
1: Okay, interesting. Now I could see, obviously, a lot of a lot of people are trying to grab, right? They're trying to grab things. Uh, Amazon, right? Trying to grab, have more things on their on their sports channel. Which I can tell you right now, I when I stream their football games on Thursday night, it's nothing but fucking troubles. I can't stand it. Really? Uh, yeah, I live streaming for me and Amazon don't don't get along. So I would hate that to be if it comes if it becomes something that would be exclusive, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't because they wouldn't have to tr- they would have to transfer the fucking network. Right? Here's the
0: other thing, right? The network being on Peacock sucks. It fucking sucks. If you're in any other country on the planet, you get WWE Network, right? And there's nothing wrong with WWE Network, but I can list a shit ton of shit that is wrong with Peacock. It's oh. fucking terrible. It is terrible. You can't fast forward. You can't get to certain spots and, and certain devices. It's it's ridiculous. God forbid you're like, oh, I want to watch, I don't know, um, Survivor Series from 1994. You better fucking be able to count from whatever first year Survivor Series was to figure out what goddamn season it is. Even though each season only has one fucking episode because it was only one Survivor Series each year. What are we doing? What I do, doing?
1: you know, I don't mind it actually. I don't, I don't oh, mind come it.
0: On, dude.
1: I much What's preferred, I, I much preferred the network, obviously much preferred, but I've gotten used to Peacock and I'm okay. The one thing that I don't like is the editing out of things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? That's the one thing that I don't like because they're not doing it on all the other TV shows that are on the net or on, that are on Peacock. So, and I always hate that wrestling's held to this like different standard. Right, because it's not exactly sport, but it's not exactly entertainment. Well, yes, it is. It's entertainment. It's a TV show. So leave in everything, right? If you're not going to go back and edit things that might be sensitive on other fronts and other TV shows, don't edit my wrestling shit. Like, just yeah, fucking no, leave it.
0: You make a great point. I mean, you look at any of the stuff from the Attitude Era, like, you know, the kind of language they use, like disparaging stuff they said to each other. Right. You go back even further. The big one. Piper and Bad News Brown, where Piper was like half blackface. Yeah. I get it nowadays, but back then, especially if you take it out of context, like the whole story was, he was trying to prove a point. Didn't matter what color you were. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yep. yep. But you see a man in half blackface, like, nope, fuck it. Put the kibosh on and Take it down. You know?
1: Right. But it wasn't, it was a, it was a show of unity. It yes. was a show of like togetherness. It wasn't a, sh- and- I mean,
0: Piper in his crazy way was trying to make right. a point.
1: Yeah, it's kind of dog shit. But, you know, of course, Bad News Brown wasn't the best. But it, it's one of those things where you, if you take it out of context, sure, you know, it's, it's, so it's, it's going to look bad.
0: It's so funny you say that, that Bad News Brown wasn't the best, because uh, I remember reading uh, Dynamite Kids book. He spent a lot of time in, uh, you know, Calgary. They all spent time together. The uh, the Bulldogs, the Hearts, uh, Bad News Allen was up there. Malcolm Singh before they fucking made him a booger eater or whatever the fuck he was. <laughs> And and people like swear up and down by Bad News Allen, like he was a tough guy in this and that. Yeah, I guess it was the dance partners that you had to be with in order to be somebody. But you didn't you didn't rate him too much.
1: No, no, it just wasn't really. Uh, I've seen things that I like of his, but uh, overall, I just didn't think he was. He wasn't great. Like it's yeah, it's no. hard because he was. He's got that. He's got that tough guy, right? He's got that tough guy front and persona, and definitely a believable persona like when you when you see him you're like yes that is a guy that you just don't f with because he'll kick your ass on the other side of it he's he's built like an alcoholic uncle we're like you're like yeah you have the tough guy look but like yeah but that's uh,
0: but back in the back in the 80s that's what that's what set him apart like he was the guy like like you said he was just your uncle who likes to go to the bar have a few drinks Hear somebody mouth off and just fucking pick a fight with them. Yeah, nothing, there was nothing wrong with that then. I mean, nowadays you would expect that to be on somebody like built like a Taz. You know,
1: yeah. he's a
0: little guy, but he fucking looks like a tank. Bad News think. Brown looked like a fucking guy with muscles and a gut. You know,
1: <laughs> he did not have yeah muscles and a gut. Tony, come on yeah, now. Kinda, I mean, a little bit. Oh of the man, a little bit of the pepperoni nipples too. He had gas station pump arms, man. You think so? I believe, I thought, <laughs> I, dude, now I gotta Google Bad News
0: Brown. Look at what you're making me do here. Oh you okay, should. I, get of, I get rid of the Ron Jeremy page.
1: But do it, do it past 1990.
0: Oh, by the way, Wikipedia is a picture of Dennis Hoff, Heidi Fleiss, and uh Ron Jeremy.
1: Fleiss, and, huh? Yeah. What's she up to these days?
0: Uh I don't know. Isn't she still in jail?
1: Uh I'm not sure.
0: Heidi Fleiss, now you got me on a fucking rabbit hole here. She's she's very gummy, dude. This picture of... All right, so the same picture of Dennis Hoff and Ron Jeremy with her is the same picture on her Wikipedia with just those two guys cut out. (laughs) Fucking hilarious, dude. Not even joking. Ah, here we go. Here's your update. In 2022, Fleiss announced that she would be moving to Missouri, like anybody gives a shit, after someone shot one of her parrots with a pellet gun. What? What? What?
1: When was this? Dude, this was this year. Somebody, Somebody shot th- her parrot and now she's out. Missouri. To... <laughs> well, she was living in Nevada. Apparently,
0: maybe she was. Uh... Oh, she was engaged to Dennis Hoff. Look at that. I guess they never got married because it doesn't have her listed as married. I was going to say that,
1: that uh, she's living in Nevada where she's oh, looking no. at getting back in well, the game.
0: I forgot. Dennis Hoff died, so that's why they're no longer engaged. So there you go.
1: Oh. She should have fucking got that shit sooner. <laughs> gotta <wrap> the, gotta <laughs> rack that up. <laughs> gotta, make, gotta make the deals while they're able to. So uh, in
0: 2013, she was growing marijuana. They confiscated all the uh, plants that they found in her home. 400 plants! That's not just home use right there. I mean... I'm no expert on the marijuana business, but 400 plants is not is not for home use. But whatever, um, she was not arrested. The report went to the district attorney's office, and I guess nothing happened. Well, I Ooh. guess somebody nine years later found out she was growing some weed. They decided to take it take it out of her <laughs> parish, and she said, "Fuck this! I'm going to fucking Missouri."
1: Fuck it, like uh, what was it uh, Dumb and Dumber?
0: <laughs> pretty Bird, Pretty Bird.
1: <laughs> so first. She-
0: Shit, what was I was gonna look at bad news brown? Look what you made me do. I don't, want, I don't want the bad news bears. I want bad news brown. Yeah, bro. He's he's kind of muscular. Come on. He's got he's got some muscle on him.
1: Yeah, what year are you looking at?
0: I don't know. It's black and white. <laughs> <laughs> it's a black and white. You know what? He looks like he looks like he could have been a fucking doppelbanger for Mr. T. You know what I'm saying? A little bit. A little bit, kinda, little, yeah, with the with the beard and the eyes and everything.
1: Uh, listen, Bre- Brendan Heaney pops in. Bad news was a legit judo. That's winner.
0: right, I forgot about that.
1: I forgot about that too. Doesn't change the fact that he's he's a beer, he's a beer belly with arms, man.
0: You didn't you didn't like his uh, his battles with Jake the Snake, where Jake was bringing the snake and he was bringing a cage full of sewer rats. No, <laughs> Or he was wrestling Hulk Hogan on Saturday night's main event he tried to bring a broom into the ring to fucking beat up on Hogan. Or when he got on the mic and he said, ghetto blaster time, sucker. And the Hulkster (laughs) knew it was coming and he (laughs) ducked. You know what that was? You know what that was? That was an out. So Hogan couldn't kick out to the ghetto blaster. Because I guarantee you, Bad News Brown was like, I don't want that big motherfucker kicking out of my finish. So let me just call it out and fucking make him miss it. i call him a yellow belly shrimp or whatever the fuck he used to call people. <laughs> and he goes, ghetto blaster time sucker. And he fucking went to kick him and he ducked. That's you how know? he got out of fucking, out of fucking no selling the kick. Ah, it was a shovel. Thanks, Motspock. There you go. It was all that horse shit. of <laughs> He was a tough guy that he had to clean up on the way to the ring. <laughs> Bad news, fucking brown, Heidi yeah. Fleiss, and Ron Jeremy. Where else are we going tonight?
1: Man, we're well, we uh money in the bank. Oh, and, well,
0: we got oh, any well, more on Vince. We got any more on Vince? Is there anything or do you think we fucking no, killed this whole story? No,
1: I I mean I I don't think so. I think that uh we covered what we needed to cover as far as, as far as Vince goes. What I would what I would like though, what I would like to mention is it ties into what we were looking about talking about New Japan and now Vince. Uh, Miss Dun 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 Money uh, tweeted out. She tweeted out, "Thank you at Vince McMahon." And the amount of people that said and attacked her for thanking Vince McMahon, do away with you guys. Just do. You thank whoever you want to thank, whoever you feel helped you. You can thank fucking anybody you want. And to shit on somebody for thanking somebody that you don't think she should. It's it's who she's thanking. Get, 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 get off your keyboard. Just people get suck. off your keyboard. People just yeah.
0: I've said it a million times, and I'll say it a million more. Social media has given a voice to people who should have never had a voice. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I'm a free speech guy, but some people just don't know when to shut the fuck up. Yeah. There's times where I've sat on this show, and I'll have Kevin and Matt, like, get on me after an interview going... Oh, what's the matter, Tony? You don't want to ask any questions? Sometimes you don't need to. If shit's working, you don't need to jump in just to hear your voice. I don't need to hear my voice more than I need to. You know what I'm saying?
1: I know what you're saying. You know, that's why we're the old man army, Tony. Oh,
0: this is what uh, it is, man. Look, we have the wisdom that these younger guys just don't have.
1: They don't get it. They don't get it. They don't get it. Uh, Money in the Bank is taking place in London. Anything <laughs>
0: No <laughs> sorry, sorry.
1: Bum, bum, bum. Money in the bank <laughs> is in London. <laughs> any 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 thoughts on that Tony? Any big uh big thoughts, wild thoughts on money in the bank going to London? Uh no. I'm
0: kind of yeah. surprised that money in the bank is still a thing. I thought one of the uh one of the storylines that Triple H was uh wanting to push was to get back to making money in the bank and attraction at wrestlemania yes i don't know how you do that if you're going to tie up wrestlemania with two money in the bank matches yeah unless they do away with one of them probably the women wait probably the women's one
1: you, you know m- what i'm saying you can you can move one yeah we'll move on to SummerSlam. move yeah. on to survivor series perfect. you know easy right perfect easy.
0: Yep. You, you get the men in March, and you get the women in at SummerSlam in August, or even yeah. November for Survivor Series, whatever. Right. Yep. yep. Whatever. Easy. Easy. I tell you this much: I was thinking about this a lot, and there's a lot of shit that I don't remember that happened during the pandemic. But like, I know everybody was experimenting with all these football field nonsense things, and and you know, like all the cinematic shit. Some of it was better than others. I do have my favorites, and I, I'll fucking I love favorite it so cinematic it. match, bro. AJ Styles Undertaker was fucking awesome, and I will fucking always say
1: it was awesome. So, out of the cinematic matches, that was the best of them. I can't stand cinematic matches. But you didn't like that one. I, I like that. There's nostalgia aspects of the match that I enjoyed, but it's still not like it's. You didn't like fucking the dudes with the solo cups and the Viking Raiders going bowling and shit. But... Oh, <laughs> 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 No, you don't, like, you don't
0: like the football field fiasco that fucking AEW did. No, no, no. That, was, that was pretty rough. I'm just throwing them out there. I want to, see, I want to see which one's really sticking your craw. But I will give them credit, and I'm, I'm not completely against the idea of doing this again. They had both money in the banks at the same time at WWE headquarters. Now, if you want to take the cinematic aspect out of it. I'd be completely okay with two fucking briefcases over the ring and watching 20 people fucking kill each other rather than 10. You yeah. want to give me a multi-man match. I can be happy with, yeah. give me one where this fucking bodies just falling all over the place.
1: And you, and you, you got Chelsea green getting one and Zack Ryder getting the other. Is that fuck what you said? Yeah, dude.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. That'd be awesome.
1: I'm a man of ideas. Oh,
0: better. Everybody involved in that match has to have a female partner. Like, they have to have partners together to win the fucking thing.
1: Okay. See, there you go.
0: Man, <laughs> it's
1: like you've been hanging out with Vince Russo. Fuck, fuck, yeah, bro. <laughs> fuck, bro, yeah, bro. Bro, you piece of shit. Bro. Uh, <laughs> Where you want to go, Tony? Where you want to go, my man?
0: I don't. Uh, Naomi's coming back, apparently, if we're on WWE. And Dewdrop's been gone because she was sick. Yeah.
1: Eh. Yeah. Glad she's better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, sure. Glad she's, I mean, if she's better, glad she is. If she's not, I hope she gets there. Naomi, I don't really care about, but uh, yeah. No, she's all right, dude. I want to feel the glow again. Oh, no.
0: No. <laughs> I want to see what the fucking glow shit on the belt again. Dude, come on. That gimmick is fucking cool. That entrance is pretty cool. I like that entrance. Do you like that? Yeah, man, it's it's something different. You know what I'm saying? Like the lights go down and all you see is her fucking dancing with
1: the. (laughs) It's better than fucking Monet. Oh yeah, no, it's better than (laughs) (laughs) bump 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 Monet. (laughs) No man, (laughs) fucking hate that. Yes, it is better. It is better than that. But uh, yeah, no, not not for me, man. Not for me.
0: I don't know, Raw happened, uh, SmackDown happened, NXT happened. Did you watch any of this stuff? I really, you know.
1: Uh, So I did catch, uh, I haven't watched all of Raw yet. That is something that I do, though. I watch every single Monday Night Raw and have forever. Really? Uh, Yes. Yeah. The only one that I ever missed and had to watch like two weeks late on record was Tyson and Austin. That's the one that I I was out of town for and I missed. I was like, yeah, never missing another one. Uh, That's crazy. Alexa Bliss snapped on uh, God. What's her name? Drawing a blank here. Tony, yeah. help me out. Yeah, yeah. Snapped on her. I, I'm I'm there for it. I, I like it. I prefer I prefer her being either the Alexa Bliss we got before the Bray Wyatt stuff, or the Bray Wyatt Alexis Bliss alexa bliss i don't like the the mix in between like i don't like that she's conflicted Uh, bro yeah yeah well pick a side figure it out listen to me
0: alexa bliss one of my all-time favorites she can do no wrong yeah Yeah. i don't care people talk shit about her i know Cornette can't stand her but whatever there's a lot of things i don't agree with Cornette on these days anyway even Mm -hmm. though he's an older gentleman and he's very smart to the business Uh, but i will not blow smoke up his ass all the time and this is one of those things i love alexa bliss she's awesome clip that whoever wants to clip it i think she's i think she's got a world of talent yes i love her attitude in the ring Mm -hmm. the way she carries herself and bro the thing that puts it over the top when she's got a belt when she fucking does this shit and she stares at it bro it's over i'm done that's it all in all in love me some alexa bliss
1: so do you like do you like where they're going with 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 uh with her character then back into kind of that bray wyatt you know fun house type of uh type of a character yeah dude it's
0: creepy and sexy and fucking murderous <laughs> at the whole time though, a fucking fuck. moon
1: stem over there is that what you're telling me
0: dude it's all right man it's all right
1: it's all-
0: <laughs> i'm telling you bro she could do no wrong in my book alexa bliss is amazing yeah
1: i don't hey I'm, I'm not here to argue with you on that 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 is for sure uh i say oh smackdown smackdown the one big the one big uh part that oh, i enjoy who- oh
0: Usi shit, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, tell me about Usi shit.
1: Every every week, there's something that they do that I'm like, "Yep, that's fantastic!" And like every single week, they're they're the reason to watch that show. Like they 100%. are the reason to shoot. And it was Sami Zayn and and Roman Reigns. Sami Zayn gave him a very uh, heartfelt apology. A very, I mean, it was it was very like it was deep, right? Good apology. And Roman Reigns says that he does not accept his apology and shakes his head. And right there, like, okay, well, this that maybe this is like, they're not going to, they're not going to waste it for TV, right? They're not going to waste it for TV. Maybe they're going to add, add, start, start the crack. Yeah. Nah, complete other way. Roman apologizes to Sammy. Fuck. Yeah, dude. Yes. That's awesome. It was, and like, it they just keep on finding ways to make it that much more interesting uh it's it's maybe if not the best thing in wrestling right now absolutely one of certainly the most entertaining because there's so many different you got you got a violent story right you got the under you the underneath when it's going to turn who's going to turn you got who could be added you got comedy it's it's got fucking everything that you want it's got everything and they're doing they are doing a fantastic job with that's one thing that i like about going on and and like seeing people you know the 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 internet wrestling fans out there and they they generally will find something to shit on no matter what this is one thing that it seems like even those that want to just take a shit on everything they go uh i can't really find anything to shit on Where's my shit target, right? Yeah. Like they, they, it's, it's, it's amazing, man. It's every, amazing.
0: Everybody has their place in that lineup and everybody fits that place to a T. It really is something incredible. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, it's worth it, man. It's worth it. If you're not watching it, it's worth it to watch it. Uh, you want to go? Do you want to go a little AEW, Tony? Is that where you want to go? You want to do, uh, you got, you got Patreons to do? What do I
0: haven't, yeah, I got to do them. I have them somewhere. Let me see if I can find them. I'm always looking. I'm always they, they, oh, they're on the desktop. That's why I can't find them. Cause usually this is the, uh, the Matt gimmick, but. I like doing the Patreon reads every now and again.
1: Uh, Hey, man, you bring fire to those Patreon reads. You know
0: what? I don't know if there's going to be fire tonight. I'm going to try my best. But if you want to step out, grab a beverage, take a break, it's up to you. Unless you want to stick around for the reads and whatnot.
1: I hang hang out, man. I'm good. I'll, 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 I'll 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 chime in when I need to. I'll chime in when I need to. Gotcha.
0: And while Handsome Kevin lays back in the cut, checking on the ones and twos, making sure I sound great rocking out to a little fucking uh, Monet in the background I can see. We're going to bring you this week's Patreon producers. You want to become a Patreon producer? You want to support the show? Well, you can fucking do that. It's amazing. I'm going to be like Will Osprey and say fucking every other word. You fucking go to fucking .fucking patreon.com and you fucking go to fucking Wizards Podcast and you're going to have the fucking option to support us. $1 a month, you become a fucking Patreon producer. $3 a month, you get the entire fucking catalog of exclusive fucking episodes, including fucking crossword puzzles and fucking profiles and fucking watch-alongs and all that good fucking shit. Kevin fucking watched the fucking Royal Rumble from fucking SmackDown. You're like, what the fuck? There was a Royal Rumble on SmackDown? Yes, there fucking was. Ha ha. And Kevin watched it and he'll bring it to you. And if you can figure out where the fuck it is on fucking Peacock, you can fucking watch along right rhythm, rhythm, with them, whatever. I got Monet on the mind. That's why I'm feeling the fucking rhythm, baby. For as little as $1 a month, you'll become Patreon producer. $3 a month, you get to join us. Join us. You get to fucking, wait, time out, hold up. You get to check out our Patreon catalog of exclusive episodes. Those are our curtain jerkers, and we love our curtain jerkers. Nothing more that Matt loves on the show than the fucking jerkers. You know that one. Five bucks a month, we'll plug your shit. You got social media, you got a website, you got a fucking, you got a, 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 a website, a company, anything you want to plug, we'll fucking plug it for you, man. We'll do that. Five bucks, 10 bucks. This is the fucking gimmick of all gimmicks. Matt pretends to put names in a hat and then he'll just pull out a name. He'll be like, Oh, let me see who's going to win this month. In the meantime, the fucking name is like all the same person. And he goes, Oh, look at this fucking so-and-so just won. He gets to fucking do this. I'm lying. By the way, he legit puts names in. he'll fucking kill me. If he fucking knows that I'm fucking lying about fucking shit that he fucking is in charge of. Sorry. I had to go back to that. Kevin's fucking cracking up. This is awesome. But for 10 bucks a month, we will draw somebody's name out of a hat each and every month, and you get to be involved in the show. We got a guest coming up. You want to sit in and ask some questions? Sit in and ask some questions. You want to play Can You Beat That? First of all, you're fucking nuts for trying because Matt's a fucking murderer. And two, I don't think you have the chops. But if you, go, if you fucking get picked, prove me wrong. You want to join us for a watch-along. You want to go down the aisle with us. You want to sit in on some bonus content. Maybe play some fucking crossword puzzles or some shit. Whatever. It's all you, baby. Carte Blanche, 10 bucks a month, becoming a Patreon supporter. Speaking of Patreon supporters, I want to give you our roll call, Patreon producers, because these are the people that keep this ship moving each and every fucking week. By the way, fuck you, Go Daddy. Not renewing. You're done. Sorry, not sorry. Let's thank the Patreon producers this week. We got the queen of the shiny wizards, Kathy Hummer. She's been around forever. She's not old, though. She's a spry like 19, but you didn't hear that from me. She's a good woman, that Kathy Hummer. Fucking handsome Manny Kratzo Everybody's going to be handsome tonight. You know why? Because I'm feeling good. I'm looking at handsome Kevin. And I just want to fucking spread the handsome love. I mean, look at that fucking face, dude. If you're watching this, look at how handsome he is. Look at this shit, bro. Look what I get to work with tonight. I'm the one that should be creaming in my shorts over here. Not him. Me. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, Manny Kratzo, the king of the Shining Wizards. Uh, Danny Rusinello He's not Danny Roos on the Twitter box. Anthony Rusinello, he's the fucking head muckety muck over at the Mark Order podcast because we know sure as shit. Matt only shows up to go, well, I fucking sung some pizzas today and I didn't fucking watch anything. I'll see you guys next week. Whatever. Uh, Sean Toe, Sean Calejo, my fucking boy Sean's, bounded by fucking first names. I don't know. They're also Patreon supporters and producers and, and all that good happy horse shit. Kate Hensler, Kate the Great, at Miss Kate Fabe on the Twitter. She's a fucking host of Sour Grab. She's on the Friday Night Smackdown Rampage post shows. She's also on the Mark Order podcast. Kate doesn't have time to take a shit anymore. Please help Kate take a shit. I'm begging you. If you see her in public, empathize with her. I feel your pain, Kate. Matt Garifo, at who that Matt 81. No relation to the fucking guy who's convalescing at home. Get well, Kevin, and we love you, Matt. Christine Friesendorf, fucking Kieran from the Bread Club. I wanted to save this. I know you heard the beginning of the show, but Kieran doesn't fucking get the love that he deserves and demands because Kieran is the host of the fucking bread club with Matt for fucking, uh, for fucking Sean Ross, fightful, that fucking guy. But thanks to Kieran and thanks to Matt and their hard work on that show. We got fucking plugged. The Shining Wizards got plugged. Wrestle Kingdom 17 on commentary. As Great Muda is walking to the locker room thinking about the sexuality of Shinsuke Nakamura, we were getting a fucking plug on pay-per-view in front of fucking hundreds of thousands of people. You can't fucking teach that, motherfucker. God damn. Mark Parloni, happy birthday, Mark. I hope you're on the road to recovery. I'm sorry, Kevin. I know I'm fucking rolling. Just fucking let me go like fucking Jim Belushi. John Belushi, Jim. O- one of the Belushi's, the one that killed himself, not the one that became a school teacher. You know the movie I'm referencing. Uh fucking Thomas Cops, the mod Spock, high five Tom on the Twitter box. He's the marking out Rh Reverly guy. He's a good fucking dude. Make sure you say hi to him when you see him. Michael Hammond, Matthew Birch, Braden Bergerin, at and Fuego30 on the Twitter machine. He's our number one fan from Iowa. I want to know who our number two fan from Iowa is. If you're fucking listening, hit me up, dude. I don't fuck I'm not on Twitter, so just. I don't know. Fucking tip me with the 316 on the pager. Brendan Haney at Irish Misf- Misfit on the Twitter. Ryan Schlong, he's the fucking meat of the potato sandwich. Meat of the potato sandwich. He's the meat of the sandwich on the Mark Order Podcast. Fucking Captain Ryan at Mark Order Pod. Asian Joe. The first thing I found out this week on the fucking Discord, Asian Joe is in fact Asian. Who fucking knew? I didn't know. Mike Peterson on the Twitter box at LOL Mike Peterson. The Daily Smark www.thedailysmark.com I think I said that right At, at The Daily Smart on the Twitter box The Daily Smart helps you find the latest wrestling news Along with up to the minute daily podcast, Daily people for every fucking day You go to The Daily Smart, Bam there's a podcast for you There you go Don't forget we deliver YouTube videos to keep you in the loop And if there's one thing you don't want to be in this business is out of the fucking loop Handsome Kevin Rogue the man sitting over here at your pod, at JJ Rogue means at Tit Spot. Wait, Tot's tot Pod. There you go. That's the fucking plug. Kevin Rogue is fucking so handsome. Just look at that fucking look at that face, bro. My God. Ugh. Fucking Bon Beasley, bitches. Bon Beasley has joined the Patreon producers. Remember that name, because Bon Beasley's gonna have some big things coming your way, folks. And of course, the fucking the fuck, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's all right. This guy, I guess. I don't know. He's at W. Mercier Jr. on the Twitter box. We fucking love him to death. He's the one and only William Mercier Jr.
1: I'm not taking Kevin's spot. I would never oh, do that.
0: you. I, I would never do you. that. I um, would get a mean fucking text later on.
1: Tonight. Oh, I'm sure you would. I know you would. Well, we all know that
0: lives are going to be in his hands. You know what we mean. We always know what you mean, fucking Absolutely. William Mercer Jr. Absolutely. And Covalescent Kevin, we know what you mean, too. Oh, dude, I hope I'm not getting a pimple on my nose from these fucking glasses. That's the worst. From the glasses? Yeah, because I'm like fucking sweating like an idiot down here because my wife fucking feels the need to this for this house to be a sauna when it's fucking like 40 degrees outside.
1: Oh, that's fucking miserable.
0: You got it, buddy.
1: You <laughs> Man, got I- it. You set you set that thermostat to sixty two, and you you leave it year round. I,
0: I would just fucking rip it off the wall. I'd, there you I'd, go. Yeah, oh.
1: probably we yeah. got one of those smart ones.
0: Oh, dude, so, I got I got uh, the fucking gimmick on here. I could fucking.
1: I don't even know how to get connected to ours. So my wife's got full control over it. Yeah, full I'm gonna. Control. I
0: took that down a notch. We don't we don't need that.
1: Oh, no, like absolutely, that. man, absolutely. Damn, so, dude.
0: I I wonder if my mom's still listening. Probably not. Yeah.
1: Is she? She hasn't said anything in a while.
0: She's probably having them dreams about handsome Kevin right now.
1: Man, go thanks, Diana. mom. Thanks, mom. Diana, you just let me know, baby. Uh,
0: why you're calling her Diana? It's so great.
1: Hey, hey pretty mama. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> let's. Uh, why don't we get a little uh, a little bit of AEW here, Tony? Because they did they did have their. You know, they had their week of uh, battling of the belts and whatnot. Bro, it seems like they did 400 shows this week. Is it just it, me? Yeah, no, it did It did seem that way. It did seem that way.
0: And I'm um, sure all of it was riveting, fucking exciting television.
1: Well, let me give you the results here, Tony, because I got them in front of me. Thanks, Brennan. Uh, we got Ricky Starts defeated Chris Jericho.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Were there any shenanigans to this, I wonder? You know, I... I, I, I wonder.
1: I... I don't remember. I so, see Angela Parker and I,
0: or Matt Menard were with him. Are those like the yeah. guys that used to be 2.0 or 3.0 or some shit?
1: The Yes, but I I don't. So that's the problem. I watched it. I don't remember. So even if there was, it wasn't memorable. Uh, the Acclaimed against Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt. So this is. Wait, this, Sanjay Dutt? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett with Satin I'm singing, Sanjay Dutt.
0: So we got a Jeff Jarrett appearance on the first ever AEW dynamite of this hey, new year.
1: Unpopular opinion. Love Jeff Jarrett. Love him. I've always been a Jeff Jarrett guy. I think he's fantastic in the ring. He can work with anybody, and not everybody can do that. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's got a style about him. You talk about career longevity. Mm-hmm. The, guy, the, the guy can go. He, he, is, he is one of the more, I think undervalued and underappreciated performers of of the era, and he's spanning eras now. So talk about a career. Man has it. Now, I was, for a minute, as happy as I've ever been watching AEW. Get out of here. During this match, yes. Because during the match, the first title change, what, what had happened was it was Jay Lethal and Double J Jeff Jarrett won the match oh, one on. two three by via cheat right uh uh-huh. guess 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 who comes down guess guess who says no 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 that's not the way it should go gorilla monsoon yeah jack Tunney. uh no what's her aubrey aubrey comes down
0: oh horse face
1: and she's she's yelling no there was cheating this can't be and I man I was I was so excited and happy because I know how many fans hate Jeff Jarrett. And I wanted to see that motherfucking internet burn to the ground.
0: Because I like
1: Jeff Jarrett, right? And you I like, that even, even for that, even for that story, putting the belts on them is not bad. Right? For that story with how over the acclaimed is. And Tony, we know it's always better when a face is chasing a heel for the belt. It's always better. So you put it on that put put a little bit more depth in that story. I was so excited because so I was like, okay, I think Tony might be getting a little bit here now. I think Tony might it might be getting there, right? It might be getting there. Aubrey comes down. No, no, no. Acclaim end up squeaking out the win, and still. So
0: it wasn't even it wasn't even like a, a good win for them. You know, I can't. I.
1: I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't remember that finish. I remember the initial finish
0: because you were bummed that 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 this had happened because had happen. they came yeah. down
1: and they they changed it, re- reversed the decision, all that bullshit, man. I was so happy for a minute, and then they took it away. This from is me. this is the same promotion where
0: referees will catch guys cheating all the time and just pretend it didn't happen, and then we had yeah. a fucking we had a falsy like that with Aubrey. That's so weird. Yeah. Was she dancing on the way down the aisle the way she always does? Oh yeah, she making like- faces at people. I think I think last time I tried to air the uh, the Aubrey fucking dance routine I think it got flagged so it we wound up having to take that part out of the show. I think you were here for that, weren't
1: you? I was, yeah. I was here. And that video, that video's gone too cuz I've tried to go back and watch it, slow day at the office, just want to laugh at something. It can't find it anywhere.
0: I wonder if I put it now nah, if I put it on even without the music it might get flagged anyway, right? Cuz I would uh, love to I would love for us to watch that again. Oh it's, it's great. So good. Uh
1: but yeah, that was that was that was the high point of Dynamite for me. He also had Brian Daniel, Danielson kind of squash Tony Neese, which is a little bit disappointing because they could probably have an amazing match together, but they just didn't allow him to do that there. Uh Swerve defeated Air Fox. Uh Cargill uh defeated Kira Hogan and uh, I just I'm still not there yet with with Cargill. I just I mean, she looks she looks great and she's definitely improving. I mean, week to week from where she was, but it's just she's not there yet, right? She's not there yet, but she's def she's come a long way. And and it is exciting to see where she could go.
0: There's two things that I want to go back and watch in the history of AEW. Yeah. Pro well, probably three things, but one of them is is pretty much the same story. The first thing <clears throat> is when Maki Ito came out and was singing. And there was chaos going on at ringside with with uh, Shida and Rebel and Vicky Guerrero. Do you remember this? Where they were all beating the shit out of each other. I think Ryu Mizunami was involved. And Maki Ito's at the top of the stage just singing and dancing. And then somebody came over to her and she's just hitting him on the head with the microphone. But she's doing it so gingerly. <laughs> fucking great. That's number one. Number two is Jade Cargill's debut when she was talking shit to Cody. And then fucking... Mm. Uh, then um, what's her name? Uh, Brandy. Brandy came out and she said that she was like, the, you know, bitch, get out of my face, or whatever promo she cut, yep, which yep. led to the greatest match in the history of AEW. Jade Cargill and Shack and Red Velvet and fucking Cody. <laughs> Ro- bro, go back and watch that shit, bro. Greatest match ever.
1: Hey, that's when everybody- Shack
0: is gonna give him the fucking power bomb, and he's doing this shit. I was like, what the fuck. <laughs> Shaq goes to a table and gets fucking ambulanced out. Oh, come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Um AW an all sports presentation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh one, one thing I did kind of I kind of glossed over. Danielson after he won to had a back and forth with MJF. Uh so apparently if Danielson wins all of his matches oh, on Dynamite, yep and it's funny too because MJF made note of it. He said, "If you haven't noticed, I like to put my opponents through a little bit of some trials before they get to me." And they're doing the same thing. Dennis is going to win every match up until then, and it's I I think MJF is a phenomenal heel, but you have to mix it up a little bit. You cannot continue doing and it's it's a variation of essentially the same fucking storyline he's been using. It's ever.
0: either it's either MJF does it or Chris Jericho has to live it. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Jericho's done it twice already too, hasn't he? But he's been the victim.
1: Yeah, it's it's been it's yeah it's it's silly. I, I don't I don't care for it. Uh, and then finally, Tony, I can't speak to this uh, match at all, the quality of it, anything like it, because I actually fell asleep. Uh, Darby Allen beat Samoa Joe.
0: Now, just in reading that,
1: yeah,
0: what do you think?
1: Hate Title it. change. Hate it. Hate it. I, I, it's. <laughs> You can't, you cannot hot potato a belt and expect it to mean anything. And now they haven't, it's not, it's not every week that it's changing hands or anything like that, but go back and like, look at how belts are established and something that people want to get and want to chase and they want to have prestige to them. You do that by getting somebody that comes along that has a long, memorable title reign. Now, out of all of the AEW TNT champions, I don't know who has that long, memorable title reign to make it mean something. And when they, when they, like I say when they pass it off, it pass it off. And this was on, this is on a TV match, right? It's a Wednesday night TV match, not even a pay per view match. And it's, it's hot potatoed again, hate it, hate it. I mean, what are your, what are your feelings on like, cause this, we've seen this bef- before in other promotions where belts kind of get, you know, they kind of get, uh, they tossed around a little bit, but what are your thoughts? Is it, do you think it devalues the title when they do this shit?
0: Oh, for sure. Like I, I, I have a hard time following the lineage of anything that happened during the attitude era and or the nwo era just because they did it with all the fucking titles because it was it was the vince russo philosophy where titles were nothing but props they don't mean anything they don't mean it. they fucking mean a lot they do yes it's 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 predetermined it's part of a story but if you don't have any sort of build for these championships that's why that's why like they always said like well, the IC title is the worker title. It wasn't even so much that it was the worker title. It's that those guys worked their asses off to make that title feel important. And it was out of necessity because, look, it was always either Ric Flair in the NWA or Hulk Hogan in WWF, and those lesser titles had to mean something more because those were the titles that you were going to see all the time. So they were naturally being built up by the people that won them. Here it's just like eh, we'll just eh, we feel like having somebody win, you know. This past year, I'm just looking at the uh, the history of the belt. Not to mention all this nonsense with fucking lineal champions, which is garbage for professional wrestling. But that's beside the point. The longest reign from September 2021, when Sammy Gravaro won the thing from Miro oh, to God. now was Wardlow. Wardlow held the belt for four months. Well, barely well no not even well yeah a little more than four, four months. months okay but in fairness wardlow's title reign was garbage Yeah, it wasn't what good. did wardlow do as a champion nothing no. No. he did fucking nothing
1: ah mock my man cody's first tnt run and brody were awesome after that the belt's been fucking useless
0: well, in fairness, you know, we all know what happened with, right. uh, with Brody, and that that just became a necessity thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, Brody probably would have held the title quite a bit longer, and, uh, you know, then Cody Rhodes was kind of a stopgap. So, so then, like, look, like, you look, it's like Darby Allen held the belt for half a year. Miro held the belt for, like, five months right after that. And then everything afterwards is just hot potato, hot potato. I think Sammy Guevara held it for like 80 days. You know, Scorpio yeah. Sky was a month. Right. Sammy had it back for like two weeks. Like then Sammy had it again. It, was, it, was, it became like the Sammy Guevara passes along kind of
1: belt. And when, when Scorpio Sky had it, I thought, okay, here's a guy. Right. You give him eight months to a year. Let him put on lights out matches. Give him good builds. Like I thought, and they even, they redesigned the title for him. Right. They had they had a new look title for him as well. That's one thing that I can't stand that they do is they change the look of the title for, you know, <laughs> champion to champion, which I, which I I just don't like. I don't care for.
0: Sorry, but, I didn't mean to interrupt. We we got a brand new Patreon producer here. Oh, McDonald. Thank you for joining us. This is awesome. Just sign up for the first level Patreon. We will be sure to shout you out each and every week, and is. you can become part of that crazy nonsense that Matt and I do when we're doing the Patreon reads. Yeah, I gotta tell Matt to fucking spice up his Patreon. Ooh,
1: spice. I just want to know what 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 does the S J stand for?
0: Ooh, good question.
1: Good San- question. Sandwich job.
0: Alright, let's be nice. We did we just got somebody joining new. We don't want to chase them away, right? No, no,
1: no, it's just not a bad thing. I could I could I could go for a sandwich job and we'll five dollar cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> so uh moving on. Ah oh, boy, what have we got? Ramp rampage. Darby Allen beat he Darby Allen beat Mike Bennett on Rampage. Nothing. Uh, All right. No, Darby. I mean,
0: look, I love Darby Allen is great. His fucking career is going to be over by the time he's 35. Oh, yeah.
1: He won't, be able to, he won't be able to walk at 40. But
0: but for the size that he has and the way he just uses himself with reckless abandon, and he seems, from everything that I've seen of him, he seems to be smart with how he does things in the ring where you really think like he's trying to murder people with his body. What I can do without... With Darby Allen is I'm going to do the skateboard video And I'm going to have somebody powerbomb me While I'm in a fucking body bag you, Like no dude Fucking stop, stop. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need to do that shit You want to torpedo yourself through the ropes and, fucking, and it makes sense And all that shit's been fucking making sense But no. the extracurricular stuff Nah dude fucking stop Just stop
1: You don't I'm, need I, it I'm with you People love you. Darby
0: Allen for who he is, not not this shit that he's trying to portray.
1: Right, and he to me he doesn't come across as lovable at all. So go with it. Yeah, go with it. He's you know he's he's almost like a a new day counterculture Spike Dudley.
0: Fair way to put it.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. But you know what they didn't do? They didn't put a belt on Spike Dudley. Uh so actually, that's not true. Wasn't he former tag champs with Taz? tag okay tag yeah i mean in fairness
0: fairness, let me rewind it was wwe it was that time (laughs) of the year everybody and their mother had a belt for a week or two all right yeah which is why raven is like a fucking 400 time hardcore champion because he kept having to drop it and get it back from people all
1: day long leather skirt raven fuck yeah dude yeah fuck look
0: up that shit for his fucking crooked legs
1: the uh Battle of the Belts happened. Uh, oh, accla-
0: Jesus. More?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. uh Acclaimed over Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. I didn't. I, I was. I did not catch this. Jake Cargill defeats Sky Blue. All Atlantic title match. Your favorite, Orange Cassidy. Oh, this fucking hand Kip, job. Kip Sabian.
0: And another fucking hand job. The guy that fucking hit in the crowd for years on end.
1: So you're telling me, battle the belts wouldn't do anything for you even you watched it, Tony? You
0: know who does something for me, Jamie Hader, bro. Okay, Jamie Hader was over as fuck at that pay per view, bro. Yeah, she was. And, and she's she's fucking she's not hard on the eyes at all, dude.
1: No, no, not, <laughs> no, 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 no. So Tony, you got. What do you got what do you what do you got for me man where you want to go from here
0: uh let me see i'm just trying to oh great we got a fucking ladder match the elite versus the death triangle when is this fucking coming oh did oh this is fucking wednesday is is this it is this the end of the road for the best of seven series
1: january is it or al- is it already
0: uh, next yeah lo-
1: can't
0: lo- be yeah maybe i don't know nah. tony storm and Soraya versus jamie hater and britt baker yeah yeah, I think so. All right. Oh, and Hangman Page came back. Oh, we're finally getting Jungle Boy and Hook. Yeah, bro. Oh, wait a minute. Jericho Appreciations, appreci- Appreciation Society. <laughs>
1: Jericho Appreciation
0: to speak. Well, batting down the fucking hatches. Jericho's <laughs> got something to say. Is everybody going to sing? No way. <laughs> Yeah Matt's on the cruise You guys know Judas <laughs> Fucking going What have I <laughs> Fucking like singing in his wife's face Going No then I'll be <laughs> Fuck. Yeah you feel that You feel that baby Oh my god that poor woman What she has to fucking put up with on this cruise
1: Yeah I'm sure she's. I'm sure she's fine. She yeah. she she seems like she can hold her own. I'm not worried about
0: it. Oh her. no, she'll kick the shit out of him, and he knows it. Oof. I'm sure what? he's admitted it. <laughs> Rhiannon is one of the sweetest people you'll meet, but she'll fuck you up, dude. She will fuck you up.
1: I, I don't. I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. It's kind of scary, Tony. I'm I just like just to... say him, bro. I don't like to. Somebody hold me. Yeah, uh, like,
0: like you see her on this show, man. She's nice as pie, but when it comes to Matt, bro, she'll she'll fucking throw down. And I don't mean protecting him; I mean kicking the shit out of him. <laughs> He's gonna fucking kill me when he hears. I'm glad. She's <laughs> 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 gonna fucking kill. She's gonna beat me up. You son of a
1: bitch. <laughs> So, I think, I think that's all we... Oh, oh thank you. Oh, wait, one hey. more thing. One oh, more I, thing I, I on, on AEW. Uh, set. The new set.
0: It looks like fucking laser tag. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Hey, I was
1: 2016 WWE set. I can't stand the new set. I can't stand the... I, I just... One thing that I liked about AEW is that the production was a little bit more stripped-backed. Right, It was a little bit raw, and by doing that, it forces the talent to do something on their way to the ring to show their character a little bit more. Now, the bigger the video boards have gotten in WWE, the less the character actually has to do something on the way to the ring because of all the production around him. That's one thing that I love about AEW is that the production wasn't skyrocket through the roof, video boards, all that bullshit. So it put more emphasis on the talent themselves to draw you in, which makes you invested in the talent themselves. Now that they're going into this type of an entrance, this type of a production, it's, it's taken away. And I'm, I'm just, I'm not a fan of it. That was my thought. Tony, what did you have? I'm just, I'm just
0: kind of glad they got rid of the fucking two tunnels. You not know? a two
1: tunnel man. huh?
0: No, bro. One tunnel's good enough for me.
1: Okay.
0: I ain't looking to double down on another tunnel.
1: But and besides, top.
0: didn't fucking, didn't Cody Rhodes used to come out the middle anyway? They would open yeah. for him and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I, I swear to God, I think we talked about it last week or two weeks ago. My vision for WWE is for Nick Aldis to come in, package with a month or a two months worth of vignettes, have him talking shit about Cody Rhodes have him Mm -hmm. mentioning, like, I was the NWA world's champion, and you stole that from me. You wanted to fulfill your destiny, and what happened? I beat you back, and this and that, and I'm looking, you know, like, you want that WWF championship? Well, guess what? I want it, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a legacy to live up to, and then bam! Give me some Cody Rhodes, Nick Aldis, and WWE. I think that'd be
1: fucking...
0: But you can't just go, hey, here's Nick Aldis, plop! You got to fucking no. build him up.
1: You yep. got to build him yep. up. Yeah. Because it, I don't think that he is as well known in the WWE fan base no. as he needs to be. So you do have to build that. But absolutely.
0: Give him a week or two of vignettes. Have him come out and just out wrestle a couple of bums for a few weeks. And then, that, you know, Cody, I'm here. What, what yeah. are you waiting for? Are you going to run or are you going to come fight me? And there you go.
1: <sighs> I like it.
0: Now imagine. Yeah imagine this is for the wwe championship cody fucking does the impossible and he fulfills his <sighs> father's dream and now nick aldis hello right behind He's him why yeah yeah i I'd, I'd... I'd be down for it dude i'm there i'm with you they're not your typical wwe guys but then again what if people clamored for for all the years man it was like eddie guerrero should be wwe champion chris benoit should be w sean michaels should be W. you know what i'm saying like yeah. throughout the years They've always had the fucking lesser guys. They're mad, really? Mm -hmm. And then look what happens. It fucking pays off.
1: There's nothing I don't like about it. I like the thought. I like where I like. You think it's a Royal Rumble situation, Tommy? I don't know.
0: I'm not saying Russia for this year, but, you know, give it that slow build.
1: build. Maybe. Maybe. No, I'm talking (sighs) Cody. Cody. You start with Cody in the Royal Rumble. All this behind yeah. a- after WrestleMania building. Then
0: I just I just wonder if they still have the Rock in their back pocket because I know that's been scuttled, but for a long time, that the Rock was going to come in to try to put the Tribal Chief in his place and and yada yada yada. <laughs> I also don't like a lot of people were suggesting that splitting up the championship and having Roman defend, you know, because WrestleMania is two nights again, defending on both nights, you know, yeah. defending one championship one night, the other championship... That doesn't work for me. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't work for me either. Unless the rock falls out of the cards, then I could see Cody Rhodes kind of sliding in there. But I don't know, man, because he was out for so long. It might be a tough sell at this point. Yeah. It might be. I'm with you.
1: But who I'm knows? with you. I'm, I'm picking it up. You're putting it down. So we'll see. Yeah, for sure. funny as
0: sure. shit if Cody Rhodes won the Women's Royal Rumble. <laughs> he fucking challenges Charlotte. just fucking smacks her in her dumb head. That'd be fucking
1: amazing. <laughs> Not a Charlotte guy, Tony.
0: Nah, I mean she's all right. It is what it is.
1: Uh, oh. She's
0: aging. She's <laughs> aging. She's aging like Sarah Jessica Parker. Look at look at her and tell me you don't see Sarah Jessica Parker. Come on, dude. I do. I mean, I she's do. not she's not real horse facey, but she's definitely you know the miles are starting to pile on, almost Medusa like heading that direction. Oh, look! I love me some deuce, but she's got some tread on them Love me some deuce. Fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> I dropped one before we started the show. Got
1: a boy. Somebody <laughs> should. Somebody needs to.
0: Uh, so <laughs> so- Wait a minute, Brendan Haydy chiming in. Matt covered in ice cream with no shirt on, screaming Judas in my mind. Ten drinks in. That's the fucking image we're going for, buddy. There you go. Man.
1: <laughs> Brennan, he's got a wild imagination. And out of all the things you can think of, Brennan, why go there?
0: Fucking Matt with no shirt on with fucking vanilla ice cream all over his titties. No, why is it gotta fr- be vanilla? Didn't we get a rocky road? Well, I mean, it's it's them fucking pumps on the uh, cruises. You got three options: you got vanilla, you got chocolate, you got swirl.
1: Oh, we're talking soft serve. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that's gotcha, the
0: gimmick, yeah. bro. Dude, uh, you you've been on cruises, right? So, yeah, no. Oh, case. bro. All right, well, because you fucking live in the Middle of East, you That's why you're not exactly <laughs> near a body. You're not near a body of water that's conducive to cruising. That's why we got over <laughs> ten
1: thousand lakes here, man. We got you water do? everywhere.
0: Canada, really? That's not a cruise. Yeah, that's we, a we, fucking. That's a shuttle. Hey, a, you, you can make-, make the good. That's like a commute to go to the outlet mall. That's like oh, right taking the bus man. to work.
1: Yeah, Portage,
0: you get there, you get there. Now, what I'm saying is, so like they got the, they got a buffet that pretty much runs like for all three meals: breakfast, lunch, dinner. Sometimes they'll have a nighttime buffet depending on the night of the week where they do just all desserts or also, all some other kind of shit. But when the buffet's set up at the end of the line, you've got your fucking soft serve that anybody in the public can walk up to and touch, whether you want to put it in a bowl or on a cone. And you just fucking, you just dispense it yourself. So I could picture Matt every time he walks by the fucking ice cream machine, fucking <laughs> 10, 10 fucking drinks in. He's probably, he's probably underneath the fucking machine. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and again, it probably wouldn't be the first time Matt's laying on his back with his fucking hand over
1: his face. <laughs> you know I know what you mean. <laughs> well, uh, Tony, I did prepare. And I think I think I'd like to do it in honor of Kevin since he's not here. Kevin, I hope you're feeling better, buddy. This one is gonna be for you. I I got a I got a top five for tonight. Holy I got it. I, I got a top five, man. I'm gonna do it for Kevin in his honor. I hope he's feeling better. I, I hope he's kicking out. I hope he's doing well. I tell with- you what,
0: if, if if I don't know if he's still listening, he might be he might be sleeping by now. I don't know what kind of recovery he's going through, but yeah. uh, if you are listening, Kevin, I would love for you to text me or join us in the chat to send your answers. This would be awesome. Cause Kevin really doesn't get to play top five. You know what I'm saying? Ah, yeah. I got it. It's I, like, I, I don't get to play. Can you beat that? But there's a reason. Cause I suck at. Can
1: you beat that? Yeah. If
0: somebody fucking hit me with my questions, I'd be like, fuck, this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Uh, so it's it it shouldn't this shouldn't be a ball buster. You know me, Tony. I like ball busters, right? Fuck that's that's yeah. what I that's what I like. This is not one. This because it is episode what Tony jumping out the sky, Ari oh, hurry up. <laughs> I yeah. have done a little top five. I'm gonna do boom. It's, it's a home. handsome, it's a handsome top five. Top five. Uh-oh. Ray Mysterio Jr. Opponents. opponents, not matches, not matches, not singular matches. Opponents. Ooh, okay. Are we talking? Are we talking
0: the spectrum of his career? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna go back to ECW.
1: I'm gonna start with some psychosis. <laughs> Told you it wasn't a ballbuster, Tony. You got that is number three on the list. I'm gonna go some hooventude. No hoovy. No hoovy. Okay. No.
0: Fair no enough. Fair enough. Let's go. Uh let's go Dominic's real father, Eddie Guerrero.
1: Ah, uh, it's a clear and obvious number one, right? Anybody else would be number one there? I don't I can't imagine there'd be anybody else one there. The my the most memorable matches in Rey Mysterio's career for me are Eddie Guerrero matches.
0: Now you wouldn't include two people like any kind of three ways where he may have won a championship, have you? I,
1: I would not. I'm only going to do three ways if Ron Jeremy's in the top five. Fuck but, yeah, dude. So, <laughs> so no, no, not, not, I'm not doubling up anywhere.
0: Oh wow, um, best opponents. Trying to think, uh, I don't know if he had much history with that guy. I know he had a long story with Batista, so maybe I'm going to go for Batista
1: no batista tony no batista but that was that was an entertaining storyline
0: yeah it was it was, wasn't batista the one that smashed him up against the ring post while he was tied to the fucking uh to the to the backboard on the Sh- uh stretcher? show show oh, was big show that did show, that oh yeah fuck i i wouldn't think you would put big show as one of his no. fucking greatest opponents no god who else is raymond who else oh god i can't believe i'm having a fucking brain fart already
1: I was going to say, there's, there's there's a couple here I thought were just glaringly obvious.
0: Uh, who else did Mysterio work with? It's, it's so weird
1: because you just... Hmm. Kurt Angle. <laughs> oh! That's a Yahtzee, Tony. I got him number four on my list. Now, I thought that when they work together, they do a fantastic job because... Angle is the right amount of agile and power with mm-hmm. technical and Ray can flip around and take bumps all over the ring for him. They put on some super entertaining matches. Love when they work together.
0: All right. Great call Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. <laughs> <laughs> how about, how about Chris Jericho?
1: Ha. Hey, Tony. Number five, both in WCW and WWE yeah. worked great matches together. I think most people remember more so. Well, let me take that back. Most people our age probably remember their, their run against each other in WCW, where they put on a lot of entertaining matches. Uh, but also, they, they had a really good program in WWE.
0: Give me the rundown again. Who do I have so far?
1: You have Eddie, number one. You have number three, Psychosis. You have number four, Kurt Angle. And you have number five, Chris Jericho. So I'm missing number two, huh? It's a number two, man. You might kick yourself when you think of it. (sighs) Did I say Randy Orton? You did not. Is he on the list? He is not on the list.
0: Ah, all right. Randy Orton told him that Eddie was in hell. Another great storyline.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you get uh, him with a guy that can talk.
0: All right, is it is it a WWE guy? Is it a WCW guy?
1: It's both. It's both. Both. Yep. Yep. Probably more well remembered for his WCW work.
0: You're not going D Malenko, are you? You bitch, you're balls <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> See, when I said earlier, I didn't think he would be on the list. That's who I was thinking
1: of. I was shying away from him. Dean's one of my favorites. Dean is one of my favorites of the cruiserweight division. He is essentially a cruiserweight Bret Hart in so many ways. And if he was sized up, he probably could have been positioned the same as a Bret Hart. Yeah. Uh, he just didn't have that size. But what he was able to do in the cruiserweight division was add more of a base for guys like Ray Mysterio to do that type of stuff. But he could also do these fantastic power moves within yeah, the oh confines yeah. of a cruiserweight match with Ray and they're, they're back and forth. man, I could, I could, I could watch him every day of the week, did, every single day of the week.
0: He did the tilt World uh backbreaker. Didn't he? Wasn't that oh yeah. one of his things.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. He'd fly he around, man. That, that, uh, that top rope gut buster that he did all of it man always always good and it's nice it's nice when you have it's nice when you have a like obviously psychosis and and ray hoovey and ray uh super colo and ray right when you get two of those pure lucha guys together they can make some match ultimo dragon ultimo dragon was close to being on this list because i think him and ray had some really great matches but when you get a guy like dean that still looks like a cruiserweight but can base for these guys and implement a different style, right? The stylistic mesh of these guys. Sign me up. Fuck Sign yeah. me up.
0: Fuck that.
1: Yeah. That, that, was a, that was
0: a good top five. Hey, uh, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't throw in uh, Kate the Great, Handsome Kevin, and Handsome Tony. I'm okay with that. Hey! Kind of
1: well, I thought I I we were landing on Sharp Tony for you, but... Uh,
0: Well, i kind of like Handsome Tony. Yeah,
1: it's good. Hey, it works.
0: I I will borrow your moniker for the evening.
1: Absolutely. And uh, uh, I just
0: also want to get Mats in saying Lake Superior is the largest freshwater lake in the world. Yeah, but do you have fucking tourist destinations on the other side of that lake? Or are you in the fucking middle of the fucking tundra in Canada? Come on, bro. Cut me a break. Look, if I'm slobbing out on ice cream, it's not in the fucking frozen capital of North America. It's gonna be in the Caribbean somewhere where that shit fucking melts all over my titties. Just saying, bro. I can't imagine Matt putting ice cream on his chest and having frozen nipples and not being able to warm them shits up because of the fucking atmosphere that his ship is in. Fuck out of here. Come on, bro. You gotta come at me, come correct. Speaking of coming correct. I'm getting more emails. Apparently, this whole NWA thing is fucking donezo. Uh, they Didn't canceled me? my fight subscription. They even told me that I'm only going to be able to watch what's on the, um, the fight TV for like another six months. And then that's it. So whatever pay-per-views they had in 2022 as part of the subscription are no longer going to be available to me to watch whenever I want.
1: So walk, walk, walk me through. I'm not familiar with the AW or the NWA subscription, the membership, whatever. So, so So crack, crack, acknowledge on me.
0: Sure. So what they did last January was they took first run NWA power episodes off of YouTube and they made it a subscription service on fight. You can pay nine 95 a month or a hundred bucks for the year and you get first access on Tuesday nights uh, at 6.05 for that week's Power. Now, if you don't pay for the subscription, you could watch it Friday or whenever they air it on YouTube, you know? Okay. okay. The beauty of it was not so much getting to watch NWA Power early, but for that 100 bucks, you got the pay-per-views included for the year, which usually go for like 30 bucks or whatever it was. Okay. So – you pretty much got this great package where you got first run episodes, like first me. airing episodes and the pay-per-views. Now they walked that back. They said, we're canceling all that stuff. So whenever you subscribe, we're going to, you know, like it's going to run out. We're going to give you access to the pay-per-views. But now the YouTube show, the um, uh, NWA power is going back to YouTube for everybody to be able to see all the time. Once okay. it debuts at 6.05 on Tuesday. I don't know if I want to pay for NWA pay-per-views anymore, dude.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, and is with fight, the, the, with the pay-per-views, right? Cause I know that was the big thing, obviously when, when WWE switched to going ever, all the pay-per-views are you know, on the, on their network and now obviously on Peacock. But part of that was because they could get a cut, a better cut of their actual pay-per-views. Uh, because obviously your dish networks or your your direct tvs or your com whoever's carrying the pay-per-views they get the majority right they get the lion's share of of what the pay-per-view sale is so if it's you know if they're selling a pay-per-view for $55 wwe is likely only getting about $12 15 from from that itself and it could even be less
0: i don't even know if, i don't even know if it's that low but it is it's it's definitely at a minimum a 50-50 yep. split, if not more, in favor of the net of the um the pay-per-view service provider. So right. I mean that's yep. you know. Um yeah, so I don't know, man. Look, the hundred bucks a year, it was a no-brainer. Just drop that shit. You get the pay-per-views yep. included. It was I right. look, I was all in. And oh, I'm boy. and I still might be in. Like I tried watching this week, and we got I think it was the um it was the Fixers, the US tag champs against the Mortons, Kerry and his uh okay. and his dad, Ricky. Which is fine. I love me the Fixers. I love the Mortons. I think Kerry Morton's gonna be a big talent. Uh just gotta get rid of that little belly of his. I was
1: gonna say he's gotta kinda body up a little bit, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, for yeah.
0: sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh and there's other stuff that I like about it, but like I don't know, man. Championship series this, and bringing in these characters that kind of don't really fit the NWA. That and it's like, I don't know, man. Like, Thrill Billy Silas cut a promo where he was talking about wanting to get a world title shot. It was a great promo. Mm-hmm. They sent him out there with the dude dressed like the woman. I don't know, man. It kind of takes away from it. Doesn't scream NWA. Like if a woman's dressing up, if a guy's dressing up like a woman, I want it to be Miss Atlanta Lively. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I want the purpose to be behind the gimmick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they took away a lot of the studio shit that made it feel like NWA. Gotcha. There's no yeah. more David Marquez at the podium. Kyle Davis is good, but it's not the same feel. They don't have like the cutaways anymore. They don't go to the podium after the matches anymore. It just feels like it's all over the place. Now, look, there's a lot of good shit. I love this fucking blunt force trauma thing. Aaron Stevens has got something there. You know what I'm saying? talent rocket in a mask i i fucking actually like that shit yeah but when we're fucking taking we're taking the women's tag champs and they were fighting every other week to see who the fucking leader of the team is i don't i don't need that shit man i don't i, don't. I, uh, I uh
1: if i can name drop a little bit i actually worked a card with Marche rocket over the summer and uh great guy yeah great guy yeah yeah, good dude. Very good dude. Over in uh, Frozen Tundra, Mott Spock knows all about the Frozen Tundra. Uh, but uh, yeah, no. It, with with NWA, boy, so hundred bucks a month, you're getting it all essentially.
0: Well, you were. Now they canceled it.
1: But you're, they're taking away your pay per views.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: So where's the incentive?
0: No, they're, they're airing the pay per views but you have to buy the pay per views You have to buy the.
1: That's what I'm saying. What's the incentive to signing up for this now? Is there any incentive? No, no, incentive? it's is there, it's, is there, over. Is there...
0: it's over. You can't sign up for the end. Of, the oh, end they're of the just
1: canceling the. Okay, I misunderstood oh, yeah, they you. Shit,
0: they shit canned the, it after a year.
1: The fucking canceled, thing is they canceled, gone.
0: They cancel everybody's subscriptions, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Well, how the for the uh, how how are they making money, Tony? I guess they're hoping to get pay-per-view revenue. They're supposed to be doing a live episode of Power. I don't know when it's coming up, but I think it's it's sometime this month. Okay. Where it's going to air live, like they're they're taking a test run of a live, live- on on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Which is crazy. Yeah. Know? Look, if they want to go for it, maybe they want to start doing some more house shows and shit. I don't know. You know, NWA kind of seems like MLW with a home base. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they have a studio to record in. Or even when they do a pay-per-view somewhere else, like at the Omni, not the Omni, Jesus, at the Chase. You know, like, it's like, hey, we did our pay-per-view and tomorrow night we're fucking recording 10 hours of TV for, for the rest of the year, the rest of the season, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like the MLW model, but there's nothing... I don't know, man, it lost that NWA vibe to me, you know?
1: Yeah, and that's that's... I want to, I want to get into the NWA. Like I want to, I want there to be a reason for me to, I just haven't found that reason yet.
0: And I'm going to try to go back to it. I'm just going to give it a little time. I want to see how this, how this, uh, this, this Tyrus headlining pay-per-view is going to shape up. It might be, there might be something interesting on there for me. Could and it's be. got nothing. It's got nothing to do with Nick Aldis leaving either. Like I know, like him and and Billy had their differences and whatnot. But it really, like, I don't know, man. It's it's a lot different from what it was when it started. When it started, it was fucking cool. It was something different. I fucking hated Zicky Dice, and then I fucking loved the guy. <laughs> And I saw Ricky Starks. I go, who the fuck is this twink? And then he won me over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Fucking Eli Drake in the Christmas episode, cutting a drunken promo, pointing at his jacket, going, "Oh, he goes, see these shoes? Points to his shoes. Shoes of a champion. See this jacket? Shoes of a champion. (laughs) Wait a minute. Did I just say that?
1: Yeah.
0: It was fucking great,
1: dude. Yeah. Yeah, is that, but was that, was that the, was that the big in for you though? It was like the alternative. Cause that's like, that's what MLB, MLW presented for a while was yeah. a really good, interesting alternative. Yeah, and then somewhere cool. along the line, it just fell off. And that's no, where
0: fucking dynasty was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Watching him sit out there each week. Hammerstone talking about going to Mexico to get his vitamins. Yes. And fucking Holiday always talking to his lawyer slash father about getting title matches and shit. And fucking MJF, dude, he was building his character there. It was so good. The dynamic was fantastic. Even Teddy fucking Hart with yeah. fucking, with Davy Boy Smith. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tom Waller yeah, was there. The Von Eriks were there. I it was good it. shit. Yep. Fatu and, and Contra before it got fucking convoluted.
1: Fanta, or er, er, Fatou's, was.
0: Fox amazing. It's a matter in, of time before he goes to WWE. Has, matter to, be. Of time. Has, Has to, be. to be there.
1: Yep. Uh boy. So now is not the time to jump into NWA. Is what is what I'm understanding.
0: You know what? I'm I really have to consciously go back and try to give it a chance. I really do. Okay. I okay. feel like I feel like like because there was some good stuff in there, like I might miss out if they're trying to write the ship. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like maybe. Maybe the shit that I was getting involved in was just, like, too much negative at that point. Yeah. Same thing with MLW. I want to give MLW a shot. I think they had a good thing. But when every other week it was fucking guys from Mexico that nobody gives a shit about, I don't give a shit either. Yeah. It's like you're yeah. giving me storyline pro- progression with Hammerstone and Holiday. And then it's like, oh, here's another fucking six-man Lucha mask, uh, match. It's like, sorry, it's not yeah. WCW fucking Nitro. You know what I'm yeah. saying?
1: Well, I still, I still make a point to, to watch Battle Riot. That's i like I great. like the concept i like the concept of the match yeah. uh the it is hard though because once you once you kind of turn away from it it's hard to turn back into it yeah. and I think a lot of what how you consume product is uh is super important too because with MLW and they had their their TV with access DVR it sit back on an afternoon and watch four hours five hours of MLW catch up sit back for a month right and when it's just on a streaming like subscription or any service like that i just it's it's different to me i don't take the time to sit back and look for you know the five hours or the last six episodes to watch so i think consuming is 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 kind of a how you consume the product kind of plays into how you're going to go back and, and watch it and if you're going to go back and watch And I event.
0: and i think the other thing that killed me about mlw especially this last season is you have Alex Kane on TV as your middle, as your openweight champion. Mm-hmm. And then Davey Richards is on every other fucking show defending the belt. He hasn't lost it yet on TV. Fucking Myron Reed lost the fucking middleweight championship. Fucking, sorry, spoiler. But <laughs> some, fucking, some fucking dude is in Japan with the belt. It's like, what the fuck are we doing? No. No. It's like you're not even keeping up with the stories and you're having these guys travel the world that aren't even your fucking champions on TV. Right, right. I don't know man it's hard to take that shit seriously when the fuck and look and Court knows better than this like Billy Corgan I can kind of give him a pass because he's a fucking maniac Yeah, fucking Court Bauer should know better than this shit maybe maybe his hands are tied I don't know but it comes across as very Bush League man and like you said I love me some MLW I don't want it to be Bush League there's shit you can forgive and then there's other shit it's like
1: what the fuck are we doing yeah yeah uh, I mean, well, oh boy, what was it? Uh, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Championship Wrestling from Hollywood had TV. Yeah, I was like, hell yes! Now I'm a Championship Wrestling from Hollywood guy. Yeah, right? uh, you know what? Give I, me I, some Jervis. I'm in. You and like then the, I'll, well, the Cotton well, Belly's kind of up your alley. I get. Something. Oh yeah, yeah, man, I'm all for it. So, but then it was then it was gone, and yeah. now I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, I, I it's easy to get excited about a promotion, and but they have such a. They have a limited time to hold you. Yeah. And if you're gonna gonna continue on and be lifelong with them, uh and with MLW MLW, they lost me. With NWA, it's seeming like they're starting to lose you. So what do they do, Tony? How do they how do they bring you back in? Give me matches that mean something. Let these guys
0: fight for something that they're believing in. Stop giving me new people every fucking week and not let me know who they are. That's another thing. It's like I'm all for new faces when your fucking TV show is 70% new people. It's like, what the fuck? really, look, I understand. Hey, you're here for a taping. You want to come in, you want to do something like, give me fucking Luke and PJ Hawks. Give me, give me those guys. I don't need to see fucking new guys every other day. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Kate, more tournaments. You fucking take a long walk off a short pier, Kate. Whoa! Tournaments? No, because she knows I hate fucking tournaments. That's why she's doing that. She's trying to torment me with tournaments. <laughs> I see you, Kate. Don't be a jerk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: God damn! Is there anything else we need to talk about? Are we fucking pulling this this fucking training I, station?
1: I nothing comes to mind, Tony. The only the only other thing, and give me give me give me five minutes on this
0: okay i do have something else that i need to bring up just for, for just for news. oh you you,
1: you you go right ahead
0: okay uh apparently one of my favorites hiroshi tanahasho had uh i think he tweeted or he he fucking stated somewhere in an interview oh no it was a tweet pretty much saying that new japan world is is fucking wrapping up and this this was going to be it so it begs the question not New Japan World. New Japan Strong, the shit that they do in California. My bad. Okay. Not, not, okay. The paper, yeah, not yeah, their yeah. streaming service. I gotta say, oof. I know. Fuck me. I'm, I'm no. wrong. Sorry. Um, so, yeah. So, he put out a tweet, and apparently somebody else commented on it. Obari? Is he one of the head guys over at New Japan? Oh, he's the president. That's right.
1: Well, there he is. Um, Probably an important guy.
0: It's going to continue, but it'll be rebuilt. Okay. One of the scuttlebutts was that it might be lumped into the Ring of Honor streaming service, maybe, and become part of that gimmick, but number one, I hope not, and number two, I just hope that the New, the new Japan Strong guys, who from everything that, that Matt always talks about have been doing a great job, that um, maybe they ship everybody off to Japan and it becomes a Japanese thing all over again. At, you
1: know? that, point, at that point, at that point, Tony, you have AEW going, come on, ROH, Keep keep your life going over here. We'll keep you going. We'll keep going. And then they're gonna put it on to the new Japan. Come on, ROH, we'll keep you going. You can just put it down. Just yeah. put it down. You know, it's Remember it for what it was. How could because... you
0: say that, bro? It's from the of the fucking history and the belts, bro. Right. Remember All what it was. Home, bro. are oh. on TV every week, bro. How <laughs> could you
1: say it's dead, bro? Remember what it was and appreciate what it was. No,
0: well this is what it is. It's still there, bro. <laughs>
1: It's not Tony. Tony.
0: I'm having fun at people's expense. It's all good. Um, it's that kind of night, brother. It's that kind of night. I hear you.
1: I hear you. So this is this is. I, I just fucking want
0: to Matt with ice cream on his fucking nipples, singing Judas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he paints his face like he's changing into Judas while he's rubbing ice cream on his fucking. Uh,
1: well, if he the... has
0: if he has a lot of them ice creams, he will turn into Judas.
1: Oh boy. <laughs> How's that for Fat Shame and Jericho, everybody? Oh uh this is this is what I wanted this is what I want five minutes on, Tony. Oh, and I want I, I, wa- I want to know what you think. I want to know your opinion on this. Uh, Ooh, is, so. is
0: is this the handsome Kevin Five count? No. <laughs> uh, oh, five. Actually, Tony,
1: this this might be this might be a little bit of a of a uh, a hint, right? That's five that's five, but what if we <laughs>
0: Rosie Palm and his five sisters?
1: What if we do one of these? One of these. Do you know what I'm referencing here?
0: The Four Horsemen? What is
1: no, this no, thing? no, no, no. See the thumbs gun?
0: Yeah. Oh, fucking JPP?
1: I watched the... Oh,
0: X- did you watch XPW?
1: XPW, man.
0: Did you really? I did. No shit!
1: I did, man. <gasps> I was sick as hell, right? At home. I was like, let's do it. Let's do a little, let's a little dive. I don't know much about XPW. Didn't know much about XPW. So obviously I started with a little YouTube, what I could catch here and there. And finally ended on the XPW dark side of the ring, which I had not seen yet.
0: Oh, ho, ho, ho.
1: what in the sweet, fancy fuck. And this fucker brought this shit back whoa tony so i did not during the time right i did not pay, i did not pay attention to xpw i was an ecw guy never dipped into xpw do you so, have
0: so you remember the brawl then that they tried to do at the fucking ecw oh yeah okay.
1: yep yep i remember that I, all of that but what was what was your memories of XPW? Because some of that, I had no idea. Never got into it, never did any research, never watched anything, so like I say, sitting around sick at home, what else are you going to do? Might as well research a dead fucking wrestling company in yeah, XPW. They were,
0: they were known for like their King of the Death match tournaments, I guess, before the whole CZW, maybe simultaneously to the CZW stuff, depending on when they started in the timeline. Yeah, um, yeah there were guys like Messiah, Mm-hmm. Um there was white. I think wife beater was there for a while, if I remember no. correctly. I'm oh. trying to remember names of people, but yeah, this was all Rob Black, who was combining porn stars with hardcore wrestling. Yeah. And it's yeah. fucking insane. The one the one thing that everybody should remember is this when where New Jack tried to get his revenge on Vic Grimes for yep. landing on his head. Yep. You know, listen. I'm, I don't know how familiar you are with the, uh, the history of LimeWire and Kazaa and Napster. Okay. So did you ever in, in your days trying to avoid viruses ever find the files that say Owen Hart death footage? and it actually was the fucking footage of Vic Grimes getting thrown off the scaffold by No, New Jack. Oh, I never came oh. across that. Dude, people would try to trick people into saying, like, oh, Owen Hart's death footage, and when you fucking go to click on it, it's the fucking New Jack throwing Vic Grimes off the oh. fucking scaffold. Jesus. Yeah, man, the fucking Internet of the Wild West was crazy. People don't realize how fucking sick it was gotcha. even back then.
1: So, it, it was said in the dark side that old black he's got a he's got a sandwich shop out there on the east coast tony
0: yeah and he runs his shit out of the sandwich shop it's upstate new york somewhere i forget exactly where it is okay yeah, still google it. it it exists Whew.
1: yeah go get, go get a sandwich
0: yeah with some fucking shards and some fucking barbed wire wrapped mm. around the fucking yeah imagine that a hoagie with yeah. some fucking chips inside it
1: yeah yeah with guck
0: um friend of the show justin from Inconclusive breakdown actually uh Gave me one of those awesome links to some wrestling streaming. He was watching some XPW like pay-per-view that was this weekend. I don't know where it took place. I want to say it was in fucking uh, Rob Black's. uh, I guess he's got an adult store as well. Maybe Jesus. they literally had an area of the store roped off. It was like 10 by 10. no No ring. And like 30 people standing around watching dudes just fucking, like, take falls and hit each other with fucking light tubes and going through fucking doors. When the fuck did doors become acceptable for people to go through in fucking <sighs> hardcore matches? Like, what is this shit? Are tables that expensive? Do they really need to go through shit so they got to take a fucking, like, balsa wood door to put people through? Yeah. It's fucking... My favorite euphemism was fucking MLW when fucking Rich Bikini would say, oh those are the ring boards they're putting each other through you fucking hand job if you went through it if you fucking got slammed in the ring on one of them fucking things you would go through the ring on the first slam right those are not ring boards yeah what the fuck are we doing yeah but it yeah. was terrible it was terrible terrible I you, right i could i could send you the gimmick later if you if you ever want to check it out i don't hey, know when man. the next pay-per-view is but
1: i have i have no interest in seeing any more xpw i've seen enough right that's where i'm at i've fucking seen enough and the shit that he was trying to do and get away with and all that oh yeah what the fuck like it just fucked up and it was it was one of those things you watch it and it's you know the the document When i watched the documentary i went yeah well i understand it's going to be a it's going to be a hit job pretty much all their pieces are hit jobs but if there's like if there's even 80 percent shreds of truth 75% shreds of truth to that documentary i have no interest at all in when yeah. watching anything i just wondered if you had memories memories of
0: i really didn't watch it much i might have some of the dvds here that i got from matt so i might okay. actually have i might actually have some xpw like baptized in blood on the shelf here i'm not even sure Jeez. that would be some interesting watch along material actually <laughs>
1: Yeah, it would hey, yikers. Anyways, yeah. Tony, that was that was. I, I, I did kind of my first dip into XPW and wanted to see. I just wanted five minutes on XPW from you, is all.
0: I'm trying to watch Wow some more. Uh, okay. Something that I did realize this week: uh, AJ Mendez, aka AJ Lee. Mm-hmm. Not only is she involved in the promotion, but she's on commentary every week. I had no idea that was oh, her. Cool. Because I actually watched the beginning of an episode the other night, and I was like. Holy shit, AJ Lee is part of this. I completely forgot about that. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And bad. you know what? It's it's over the top. A lot of promos. A lot of like actual storytelling. Like telling stories. <laughs> as opposed to telling them in the ring. Uh, some of the girls aren't the greatest. But it's an easy, silly watch. It's kind of like Glow meets Pow. Where they're trying to be... Professional, but there's so much more that makes it more campy than professional. So it's entertaining. Okay. I'll yeah. put it that way. It's entertaining. It's definitely worth a watch to check out. I've got a bunch world. of them on the DVR yet too. I gotta, I gotta go back and watch. But
1: I watched uh, the God. What was the TV? They did the Glow TV show on Netflix.
0: Yes, it was good Dude. enough. I enjoyed it. Dude, it was amazing. And the, the thing hmm. that sucks is they wound up not. They wound up canceling the show before they did the final season. Yeah. So we we're never getting a conclusion to that show, which sucks. Which
1: is yeah, it does suck. It does sucks, Tony. Yes. What I don't know do what else got, I could man. say. There we what go. Else do, what, what else do we got? I don't know. Do we do we do we put a little bow on this? Do we wrap it up?
0: We... I mean, I could I could get my favorite outro music if we want to listen to it in the background.
1: Right? Is that what we want to our favorite outro music? <laughs>
0: Matt put ice cream on his nipples and doing karaoke somewhere in the Caribbean. Uh special love to AJG. Hope you're feeling better, buddy. Hope you get you proud tonight. Special thanks to handsome Kevin for being the old man group tonight. Buddy. Um I don't know what we have next week. Uh maybe Kevin will give us a top five. I don't know. I'm not looking at any of this shit. Do we have any of this shit in the banners anywhere? I don't know. Matt asked me, are you prepping? I think I did enough of this shit. Yeah, don't forget, follow us on all the social medias. We're at Wizards Podcast anywhere. I think we're The Shining Wizards on YouTube. Uh, There will be no after show tonight just because Kevin and I are fucking tired. And I think we deserve the break after giving you guys nearly two and a half hours. Special thanks to my mom for keeping it real in the chat room earlier today. Hey, Diana. Special thanks to SJ for joining us on the Patreon. We got a new subscriber, people. Check out SJ each week in the plugs. Um, And thanks again to Handsome Kevin for watching XPW and putting himself through that and giving us... Yikers. A fucking awesome easy, thankfully, Handsome Top 5. Uh, what else we got? I don't know. I think it's about it. Oh, yeah. Fucking whatever's going to happen and impact this week. But don't worry. Next week, it'll be all about me telling all y'all that I'm the fucking three-time pay-per-view pick thing winner Tony, as it says right there. Kev, you got any words for the people out
1: there? Hey, thank you, everybody, for hanging out, had fun, had a good t- This is the old man army.
0: Fuck yeah, dude. Keeping it real in the 2023. Gotta take a look at that shit before we go. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Look at that. I think I see Jesus. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the honors of giving the fucking outro line tonight if you so desire, because I know it pisses Matt off each and every week I try to do it. So I'll leave it up to you.
1: All right, when we say good, when you say good night, Gracie.
0: Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Suck it, Matt. <laughs> See you guys next week, and hopefully, we got a fucking tan Matt and a feeling better Kevin Garifo. Good.